um, I went outside tonight to uh, take my my daughter in. She was on the swings, and I noticed, by the way, that uh, the squirrels have destroyed my backyard. <laughs> but squirrels have destroyed your backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were these three squirrels that were fighting in the backyard, and they tore up my entire all the grass that I just grew. I put down all this new seed and everything, and they tore it all up. They were digging and burying everything, and now I have to have uh, I have to get some help getting uh, uh, the whole thing like redone. Did this any of them blade? This is all because you interrupted their secret meeting to overthrow <laughs> Columbia. <laughs> I was very, very disappointed in the squirrels being there. They're like crazy in my backyard. They literally run around all day and like jump on each other and they're digging in my mulch and everything. This is stuff that no one should ever have to think of. Just looking at giant holes in the grass and in the mulch because they buried nuts in them. Sounds like you need a BB gun, Josh. Sounds That's- like they're having a good time burying their nuts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like Actually, someone might somebody... be a little jealous. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. Um, uh, uh, Charlie, they, someone did mention to me I should get something like that. But the last time my wife asked a, a parent group if she should shoot raccoons in our backyard, they all went nuts and like started to like saying that it was a how dare you go after animals and all this shit. So I have to be very careful. If I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody that I get some sort of pellet gun to get rid of the squirrels. And I have all these people on my ass. It would be horrible. Yeah, just tell us about it. Don't don't tell them about it in well, your, I mean, in your neighborhood who, meetings. Yeah, friends, <laughs> hey, everyone! <laughs> guess what I'm doing? <laughs> hey, don't 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 tell it. Don't tell it in your in your parent group of like thirty people. Tell it in your worldwide yeah, yeah. podcast looking range. Well, you here's know, all think, their heads. <laughs> I think our wrestling fan friends would understand more. If I have to rid myself of these rotten squirrels, you know what and I mean? And I'll do it to y'all, too. <laughs> That's how you send a message the- to the neighborhood. <laughs> I just love the fact that it's not raccoon. It's not groundhog. It's not. No, mole, it's, it's squirrels. squirrels. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And I keep hearing that they like end up in people's uh, 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 attics and all this shit. Like, I don't want I can't have that. I don't have the patience to deal with that. It's just I, I might as well just like fight them off and like shoot them and do something. Um my dad has a Maine Coon yeah. cat that just eats their tails, so we have a bunch of squirrels running around my area without their tails. So those are awesome cats, by the way. Those things—they look like don't they look like wolves or something? Yeah, they're just like giant cats. They're, they're pretty great. Yeah, that's awesome. What part my, of uh, Ohio is that in? Uh, it's northeastern. It's uh, so just in my dad's neighborhood. There's a bunch of squirrels. That's how you know that that's the territory my dad's cat lives in because they all are missing their tails. It just likes the <laughs> tail. It catches them, eats the tail, and lets them go. So <laughs> yeah, my 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 oldest daughter had a Maine Coon. Little thing, her she she got the thing. I got a kit at like three month old, and it was already bigger than any cat I'd ever owned in my life. Like little thing, get huge. That's pretty awesome. I, if I wasn't deathly allergic to cats, I would love something in that size. That would be great. Um, by the way, the Creative Pro did their big homecoming show with MJF this weekend. Yeah, the one that they, you didn't get to go to. <laughs> right. But, but here's, here's the, <laughs> you don't have to remind me. You don't have to rub it in. Here's the thing that I think is awesome. They filled out like a, a little league hockey rink for it. That's where they did it out of. So. Mm-hmm. They were having, they were allowed to have fireworks and all sorts of crap. And I missed out on a very, but his meet and greet was a hundred dollars. So I'm going to go ahead and say no thanks. Cause even, even the biggest stars at like Comic-Con are like $50. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. A hundred dollars for MJF. Come mm-hmm. on. If I want to get insulted, I'll go to my in-laws house. It's like not necessary. Otherwise. 
Okay, how many Comic Con have you gone to that the biggest star for fifty bucks? No, no, I'm saying wrestling stars, wrestling stars. Not like uh, listen, I went when Shatner was three fifty and Stallone was almost seven hundred to do a meet and greet with Stallone, and that was two thousand and fourteen, I think, at New York City Comic Con. So, I mean, wrestling wise, I never paid more than forty to fifty bucks ever, even for Mick and Christian, and uh, uh, I got a picture with Jerry Lawler. And both Hall and Nash was under 50 bucks for both of them. So, I mean, like, MJF, $100? Come on. Well, Butter, you did the McFoley meet and greet at Time Capital the other day with, what, 50 for the autograph and 80 for the combo or something? Yeah, it was an $80 combo, and it was 50 for either if, to pay, if you didn't want to do the combo. So You looked very happy in that picture. You had a good time over there? Oh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, we were, like, 12th in line, so it wasn't, like, a horrible long wait. We got there, like, about an hour and a half early, so... Does he does he pay attention to everybody? Does he give everybody like a little bit of time? Uh, yeah, he was giving like the people in front of us time. Like I felt like ours was a little rushed for some reason. Looking back on it, because like uh, he signed my figure, didn't ask if I like any special inscription or nothing. Just signed my figure, and then he like mentioned like he asked if my dad was my dad, and he was like, oh yeah, I see the uh, the resemblance. And then like we took a photo, and then like that was just it. I didn't even get to like mention like that I've been listening to his podcast uh any of that kind of stuff so like it, it felt real quick but like he was taking time with other people like uh there was like uh some a handicapped person ahead of us that like we we let jump the line and uh he like had signed like a bunch of stuff for them and was talking with them and stuff like that so it's, it's, i think it just depended on like how Does he, he was have going. a handler does he have no, a handler? He, he showed up by himself he was he was late by like 15 minutes because he hit traffic i guess coming out of the pittsburgh airport and he was by himself did everything himself like i mean time capsule had all their people there to to facilitate everything so it was pretty pretty steady going through i think he had like 750 people and they were they they pretty oh much my god they got through really fast though like they were i think they were done on time at like eight o'clock so maybe he just didn't like your vibe <laughs> I'm, i mean my dad was wearing a let's go brandon hat that he turned around so it wasn't in the photo after i asked him not to wear one so i mean maybe he saw the hat and was like this guy i don't know maybe no fucks given by your dad right there just just I, on his way it, in I, it was at least i well he i at first i was like no you're not wearing a trump hat and the the then like i just wanted him to wear a normal hat and like he's like, oh, well, this hat's for the my newest one and it was a let's go brandon one i'm like i really don't care at this point <laughs> Oh, and he turned it. He turned it around for the photo, so you can't. So you don't even see it. So I'm just like, well, I mean, I guess that's fine. But I was like, you could have just wore like a normal hat that you didn't have to turn around. But so um, I'll cleanse the palate by. Uh, hey, I went to a drag show the other night. Where was that? How uh, many children were molested and 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 endangered in the, at this drag show? At a bar, there were zero children. <laughs> oh my god! Can you believe it? Where were I you know, at? Where was that? Scandalous. Was that in Cleveland? Oh my yeah, goodness! Um, it was at this new club that opened. It's been open for a few months now. Uh, the the Fieldhouse, fantastic okay. place, good time. Uh, a JB graduated, so we went to celebrate. Me, her, and her other partner. It was a fun time. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. I like to. I'd like to go to a bar where we have some kind of vibe, but the bars here are just so boring. That gotta, you know, gotta come out to Lakewood. That's that's the hot spot, I think. I mean, there's so many more options. I always feel like to you me, guys at least. have good stories. Yeah, I feel like you always have good stories of going places and everything. And like, I'm looking around my town. I'm like, this place blows. <laughs> then we went to another bar that also happened to have a drag show. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and how many were, and how many children were molested at that one? It's Zero. just that kind of night. Sounds like just oh that God. kind of night. 
Wild. What are the I know. What are the odds of two drag but, shows? But, and but according to molested. every Republican, that's that's where they get molested and and things bad, bad things happen to them at those shows. So, but not at the church. Oh my goodness! Yeah, not at the church. You know. Oh boy, we have to oh, stay, stay on message. Stay on message tonight. Um, I feel like that's got, very on message. I got to watch the Art of Edith Surreal documentary that they uh, that just got put out on YouTube oh, I still for free. See that. Really good. I uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's a nice Ooh. follow up to the uh, Life of um, documentary that they did uh, on IWTV. So it was a it was a nice little follow up. Um, Is it like, the same people? Uh, this was by well, I think Kenny was Johnson. Kenny? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's done so, some great stuff before. Yeah, too. he's done some interesting stuff. So like this was like a follow up. It was like a year and a half later after that, and she's like, "Oh, you know, so much has changed even since then." It was really, it was a really nice follow up. Um, so that was good Does, to watch. Let me ask you. Maybe it's a stupid question because and you 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 know a lot a lot more about Edith. I think you you do pay a lot of attention to these documentary stuff. Does she ever go take the mask off ever? Nope, never. I mean, obviously, like backstage with like friends, yes, but like you. No, I mean, I'm, like on like the documentaries, never. No, she's she's always she was always masked the entire time. But like you could see, like there's a couple times where she was like backstage at a show. I think it was the H two O Angels of Death show uh, that they filmed at. So like we got to see Ziggy there a couple times, but she was there talking to to some of them without her mask on. But it was uh, you only saw her back; you didn't see her face. So, oh, interesting. All right. That she's like the last holdover of uh that that almost like that Chikara mentality of never never taking the mask off. It's it's quite impressive actually. Yeah. I mean if you don't ca- if you don't count all of Mexico, sure. <laughs> no, no, but in this country we don't do that. Even in this country, I, I and I've said like... it before, wrestling is so overexposed that everybody without there you've seen you could see everybody. But I I've never seen Edith ever, ever. My eventual goal to get backstage at Enjoy and see Edith unmasked. Mm. just just you know it's really funny because like of all the people that like i've seen unmasked that i didn't want to see unmasked uh is is like a very extensive when it comes to like uh from aiw like people like space monkey and stuff like that but yeah. i feel like the one person that like That's i want to see unmasked i've never seen unmasked <laughs> so it's it's very interesting like i do you know, want to see her unmasked yeah you know i always wanted to see uh that that uh uh fire ant and silver ant and i never got a chance to i just will yeah, never know who yeah. that is that's just, i don't know who, the yeah. ants they just they keep that up forever i'll never find out who that is <laughs> you know the uh the destroyer dick buyer when he finally retired he he was in japan and he took the mask off and he did and he did it on purpose and not one media outlet in japan put up a picture with his mask off oh they, they kept they kept the, the the media intentionally kept the mystery alive even though he would get he was the one taking the mask off and there were, I'm sure, there were no cell phones back then, and uh, they didn't ruin everything with uh, with camera pictures, you no, know, they, camera no, phones. Yeah, obviously, no cell phone or anything like that. But like, even today, pro wrestling recalls were in like the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it was like this was a huge deal at the time, and I mean, it's like, oh, we'll keep it a secret. We don't care. That's pretty rad. The exact opposite of what they were doing in the country at any point. I know you get they get. I I mean, I, that's why I asked about Edith because we literally. That as we as we know, wrestling is so the the mystique is kind of gone. So anybody trying to keep at least a little bit of that alive, you got to give them credit. Edith has managed to stay away from you know any kind of images like that. So. I think we really need a masked person on this show, and I think it's going to be you, Josh. I think you need to start wearing a mask. I got one. I'll put it on. You want me to do it for the interview? I have one here in the house. <laughs> I got my my Mac Classic, and I have a Moon Knight Luchador mask. 
Yeah, I think you're gonna for the do sake the mask. of our guest, that uh, might be the right call. Yeah, I don't want you to scare Ziggy, so I think you should wear a mask from now All on. All right, I'm gonna grab my mask one second while you guys uh, tell us what's on. Before we get into what's on, I wish I would have known about this ahead of time, because I could have advertised but plugged like last week. Like a Canadian wrestler, Michael Richard Blade, out of Edmonton, and this past Saturday, he did wrestled what he called the Infinity Gauntlet. He wrestled for eight hours to raise money for the Stoli Children's Hospital Foundation in Canada. Basically, every match, he was in a bunch of matches that were one fall, 30-minute time limit with like a five-minute break after every fourth match. And over the course of that eight hours, he raised $10,592. Canadian. Well, I mean, still, though, like the original the original goal was to do $100 every half hour, like 1500 And he, they were over 5000 before he even got, before the match even started. So, so, it, so it shouldn't count then. But he did five thousand like during the eight hour period. So, so uh, I know some other people have done that. I know like Chris Hero has done something like that as well. Uh, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah, Chris Hero, I think, did three and a half hours. Yeah, if I remember correctly, <laughs> I think I still have a link to that in my e- email. He's somewhere. not going to have watched. That. He's not getting those headphones in, by the way. Oh, uh, I so- am. <laughs> They're going underneath. <laughs> I love, the fact, I, I love the fact you tried to wear the glass and go over top of it. And it I, you you, look, like, you look like blank from, from Chikara. <laughs> Who do you need to see? What I do you need to see? To see? All of you. Is your vision that bad? Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> that you can't make out faces without your glasses? Yeah, for real. I wear contacts. I can't see a thing. Lasix, my dude. Uh, so that's I IW like Guide. Uh, I'm Butters. Uh, you got Jayhawk here somewhere. Um, That's me. Uh, we have uh, Marcy. I'm the cute one. And then we have the one in the mask, Jay Gold, That's a.k.a. Right. Blank. <laughs> we need I, William this, Regal on the show now. We can call it, flirt with Jay Gold like you need to flirt with that caliber on AEW. That's right. This is a new hotness we're going we're gonna to steal from AEW. That's what you're uh, supposed AEW. to do, Jay Hawk. Yeah, I'll take it. Any, <laughs> any, uh, any compliments are always welcome. Jay Gold's ma- not really my mask, type. but Your mask is very masky. Yeah, yeah. I got this from my buddy. He... Uh, He's a huge Moon Knight fan, and he was like, "Oh, do you want it?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll take it." So you look like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> Can I get him the little hat? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's it does. I do. Ha- I might have one of those. You never know. But I am. I, I am completely you, prepared. You put on a little we'll bit even... more weight. You look like the Michelin Man. <laughs> I, was saying, I'll, we'll, I will even accept the Pillsbury Doughboy hat. <laughs> oh yeah. i do I yeah, have yeah where's your upstairs. where's your chef hat that you wore that would be have perfect one. it's it's upstairs in my closet i have to get oh it before God. the night's over <laughs> i like that you can keep adding more and more accessories to him as the night goes on yes yes <laughs> well it's hard like now i can't you can't see my uh emotions without see, that's uh, why if you're you're some if you're an indie wrestler listening to this you have to get interviewed you don't know what's gonna happen yeah you should come on and, uh, yeah, we may be, uh, yeah, hiding our identities. <laughs> the mouthpiece is moving just right. It's so perfect. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You got you got a plain white Mac with you, with, the, with the mesh eye. You got the clack and calling. You look like fucking Bunchkin from the Muppet right now. That's That, too. I could do Bunsen Honeydew. That he works. looks like Captain KKK. <laughs> <laughs> That's, come on now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Imperial mean, I'll Grand on. Dragon Goldstein over here. <laughs> I'll keep it on and see uh, and see what our guests think of it because, <sighs> um, yeah. 
All right, what's on or this week? Or we just don't acknowledge it at all. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Don't say anything. Yeah. yeah. What's cool. on this week? What's on what's this weekend? This weekend? Uh, I'll go ahead and get started over on the fight TV side of things. There's actually quite a bit going on. Uh, fight pay-per-view PWA Black Label present Rumble 4. It is their annual 30-man Rumble. That show is going to be at 6 a.m. Eastern time on Saturday at uh, 9.99 purchase. God damn, Saturday. that's early. So it, it, it's an Australian company, so that's like 8, 8 p.m. local time. That makes way more sense. <laughs> Saturday night at 7 o'clock Eastern, the International Wrestling Cartel presenting wrestling at the ballpark from the Washington Wild Thing Park in Washington, Pennsylvania. Bill Collier at taking on Cole Carter and it's the heavyweight title against the Super Indie title in that match, title for title. Also Saturday night at 7.30, AIW presenting Gauntlet for the Gold 16 live from Fort Sports in Eastlake, Ohio. Matt Cardona defending the Absolute Championship against Hardway Holloway. Derek Dillinger defending the Intense Championship against Shaw Mason. Money Shot defending the tag team title against members only. And, of course, the rematch, been the wheel, make the deal, part due. Joshua Bishop and Filthy Tom Lawler. I think they're part, just doing that because they love it. They just love deuce, it. They just love it. Big yeah. old deuce. I, I know, you know, Tom Lawler just absolutely is lo- loves every minute of it. And and JV just wants to go, go along with it. No doubt. Also on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Game Changer Wrestling presents The Way I Am 2023 live from Detroit. GKW Tag Team Champion Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne defending against the Motor City Machine Gun and Luke Mosquito in a, in a triple threat match. Sunday, May 21st at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, Glory Pro Wrestling presents Go For Broke. Mayo Yamashita. 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 Tootie Lynn. Uh, Warhawk on the car, Dan the Dad, Dak Draper, Chaka McKenzie for Summer and more. <laughs> oh man, she is she is just the the punching bag of the indies. Shaka McKenzie is on no less than three shows that are being streamed somewhere this weekend. Yep. And I will be watching none of them. Yeah. Also on Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, Game Changer Wrestling presents I Can't Save You 2023 from Columbus, Ohio. And the main event of that show, GTW World Champion Masha Klamovich defending the title against Mance Warner. I must be Warner at AIW. Yeah. Yeah. Mance is a cool dude. Yeah, Maki Ito against Lander on that show as well. So. Yeah, Maki Ito would be cool to have at AIW as well. I'd be so dope. Hell yeah. Is, is Maki Ito uh, one of those wrestlers who, who who has like the visa to come back and forth whenever she wants? Because I feel like she's always here, and then you put on like New Japan, and there she is again, or whatever, the Stardom yep. or whatever company. Tokyo, uh, yes, because TGP. she works for uh, AEW, so she has oh, a... Okay. Work that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Tony Khan can make sure she's taken care of. And one sense. last, and one last one on fight. It'll be Tuesday, May twenty third, five thirty a.m. Eastern from Korokan Hall in Tokyo, Japan. It is the Hanukkah Memorial Show, Pink, featuring the Battle Royal match, uh, among other. So that show is twenty four ninety nine. I won't pay that much for it, although I I support what they're doing. But what is it on? That that's on Fight Pay Per View twenty four ninety nine. Oh, the Fight Pay Per View. Okay. Uh, I don't think I can. I can. I'm going to do that. Marky, what we got on IWTV this week? All right. Uh, starting Thursday, as always, uh, Wrestling Open with the only announced match so far is Ichiban defending the Wrestling Open Championship against Dan Barry. Then on Friday, 
Chicago Style Wrestling presents Ode to Valor for the Chicago State Wrestling Championship in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Champion Alex Rico will be defending against Conan, Conan Lycan for the CSW Women's Champion. Sierra will be defending against Ida, IW guy favorite Shaza McKenzie. And Hammerstone will be taking on Vic Capri. I want to see exactly one of those matches. <laughs> Oh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know Axel Rico and Conan Lycan at all. So they could be very good. I've never seen either one of them. Those, names, are, those, should be names, fun. those two names sound like NXT names. Yeah. Like Hammerstone so- and Vic Capri should be outstanding, actually. Then on Saturday, Pro Wrestling Magic presents Mambo number five with special guest Lou Vega. Just kidding. <laughs> Jingle, how excited yeah, would you be if you're, because yeah. this is from the Mecca, how excited would you be if there's a show at the Mecca and Lou Bega was hanging out there? You had me. I, I, You never know who's going to show up at the Mecca. You had me. All the way from Germany. That would be a big get. <laughs> For the Dark Arts Championship, Donovan will be defending against Smiley. For the Tri-Wizard Championship, Project Mayhem will be defending against RTB. For the Tag Team Championship, Death Row will be taking on Andy Brown and Ryan Mooney. Also on Saturday, Limitless Wrestling presents Winds of Change. Featuring for the Limitless Championship, Beef will be defending against Timothy Thatcher. For the WXW Women's Championship, Ava Everett will be defending against Killer Kelly. Plus, MSP will be taking versing above the rest. On One more on Saturday, uh, HGO presents Sweet Dreams 3. For the HGO Championship, Manders will be taking on Sawyer Wreck in a cage match. For the Danny Havoc Hardcore Championship, Brendan Kirk will be defending against Bam Sullivan. And a Caribbean barbed wire match, Matt Tremont takes on Declan Grant. I have to ask the question, what's the difference between a barbed wire match and a Caribbean barbed wire match? The um, the type of barbed wire. I think Carlito's in it. It's more, they're more, the the barbed wire is more tropical. I don't know. (laughs) And that's kind of of like the difference between a chain match and a Russian chain match. Like, because shut up, that's why. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> My Twitter's uh, being invaded by cam girls. Every single time I post something, cam girls like it a bunch. This is lucky crazy. you. Don't I, be shit talking to cam girls. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm just saying that they're like just like bombing my Twitter for some reason. They really want to get to know you. They need to offer you that free that free well, one week trial. It's unfortunate for them pages. because there's hot milfs in my area that really want to meet me. So <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think they're, of a good thing. Like, so but I thought I, I got, was the only one I got who nothing. got the hot um, oh. on Sunday. Uh Northern <laughs> Federation of Wrestling presents their second anniversary show. And also on Sunday. Bloodstorm presents Bloodstorm 5, The End Complete, featuring a fans in a fans bring the weapon match, the Carver versus Matt Tremont, a glass hell death match, Remington Roar and Alex Stretch versus Satu Jin and John Wayne Murdoch, and Lucky 13 versus Gabriel Sky versus Austin Luke in a three-way dance, plus much more. Yeah, I love the fact that they've got all the they've got fan bring the weapon, they have a glass hell death match, and they're advertising a match of hardcore rules like that. Like there's any difference between any of the other shit they're doing. Calm down, Cornette. I'm not complaining. I'm just finding it funny. Yeah, I'm sure Cornette finds it funny. That's why you find it funny, right, Grandpa? Ex- you, you, you realize, by the way, that Lucky 13 was one of the first callers when we opened up our voicemail line, So, and yeah. I'll see him next weekend. So that's going to be pretty awesome. I can thank him for at least calling and going, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm calling. So that was good. 
I feel like he doesn't remember that at all, probably. No, probably not. No, you're probably right. He's probably going to react to what the fuck are you talking about? You know, he's got a good memory, though. I, I met him a bunch of times and hung out. and he's, he's a good dude, even though he goes through a lot of glass and stuff like that. So joining us tonight, we have uh, members of the production. We have the director, Derek Dillinger, the ace degenerate, the AIW intense champion. And we have the final girl, uh, Ziggy Heim. And let's not forget the enjoy tag team champions. Yes, they are the enjoy tag team champions. Yes. Don't shake your head at me, Josh. You got to stay on this. You told me you're going to do the intro. You could do the intro. It's not a problem. The last time Derek was on, I got wrong who who we would train with. So this time you got you didn't you didn't remember the tag. To, to be fair, so, nobody wants to to admit they were trained by him, so it's okay. <laughs> Let's, Derek was trained by Chris Hero, obviously. Yes, yes, and he and he very very well at that. Yes. <laughs> so. Well, well. Uh, I, I guess I'm going first then. Is that the, the batting order yeah, for tonight? You decided this weeks ago. <laughs> Why is everybody yelling at me tonight? I don't know. What did I do? I did, well, everybody's just yelling at me. It's being rude. <laughs> this is a very hostile environment. It's not. We were, we were actually, what's hilarious is I came in very like right after a nap. So I was like very rude to everybody. And now I'm playing the victim. So. Yeah, but it it's is. not though because Ziggy jumped in before we started recording. Everything was quite delightful. You know, we everything just kind of he turns the camera on and there he goes. There's his. Why his, did his, everyone? His, yeah, I'm it's just... his character. <laughs> I apologize for being fashionably late. Yeah, Chipotle takes precedent over the podcast. It's fine. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta mm. eat. Sometimes those lines belong. Yeah, is there a lot of sour cream in there? Um, actually, I'm very smart and I get it on the side now. Okay, no sour cream on it. But this is unnecessarily amount of sour cream. Why do I need a whole? Yeah, that that is quite a bit of sour cream for that. Yeah, uh, I'm a so, fan of the tacos now. I get the three tacos. That's my go-to at Chipotle now. That's a thing. Yeah. I, we don't have any Chipotles over here, so I never get a chance to like really. To have any. Oh. Yeah, I have no it's, idea. I know that's it's, not true. Not yeah, by me, Mars. For sure not, Mars true. not by me. There's not one Chipotle by me. There's I don't only one like you. 15 minutes away from you in Huntington. That's New not York 15 City? minutes. Huntington is 45 minutes from my house. You said it was down the street from you. Not Huntington. I'm sorry. I'm very hostile right now. Oh, no. In New York City, there's a Chipotle on every corner. Everywhere. You're right about that. Yes. There's like an insane amount of Chipotles around me, like more than any other establishment. Chipotles and like Walgreens. Are- yeah, you guys all seem to love that place. I, I don't know what the Chipotle love is. I've had it. I've had it once or twice. I wasn't that blown away by it, but everybody seems to love it. Chipotle's changed, so I'm going to get on my first tangent of uh, the show here today. Chipotle used to be much better when a whole bunch of Warped Tour kids used to work at Chipotle. <laughs> now the demographic has changed, so it's not good anymore. But I worked there I for one victim. day. So that makes sense. See, that makes sense. <laughs> and then I feel like I could story in sick, and then I never came back. I bet they wonder if you're still sick, and that's why you just never come back. They're just <laughs> yeah, waiting for you to return one day. To this very day. You're still getting paychecks. You're like, I can't even believe they're still paying me. Yeah, <laughs> Ziggy's on. Like, Ziggy's on the staff roll. 
Still on the staff roll. Yep. I'm still somewhere. <laughs> I get, I love that they. I'm so glad that they didn't because I really didn't want them to. But I'm. I, they like didn't even attempt to contact me ever again. Like they knew. <laughs> what do you want them to do? Chase you down after one day? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's super valid. They recognized like, the value. They were like, "We got to get her back." The worst thing too. The worst thing too is that it was like a seven a.m. shift, so I didn't oh. know what to do. Like, you can't call Chipotle at seven a.m. <laughs> like, oh. I didn't know who to call. Oh, who's eating Chipotle at seven a.m.? Oh my god! No, no it doesn't open until like eleven. Up, like, everything yeah. fresh. Yeah. Oh, oh, like they get there and like are they're peeling the avocados at seven a.m. <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't even know you peel an avocado. So what do you, you just know. what do you think? You eat it like an apple? I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't eat vegetables. <laughs> usually by the time I get a usually by the time I get an avocado, it's already been turned into guacamole. Exactly, I don't know how Derek. That's not how it comes. It's not a vegetable, Derek. It's guacamole. It's you know. I don't eat Wait, that. That's I, that's too fancy for me. That's actually a really valid question. Is an avocado a vegetable? It's a fruit. It's got a seed. That's a big seed. Doesn't that have to have, have, to have multiple seeds to be a fruit? No. No. Avocado is a fruit. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm Googling that. We're talking about it. it and <laughs> avocado. I just want to remind everybody this is a wrestling ball. show. Just wanted no, to make the, sure the, we don't talk about wrestling with the, when we interview our guests. That's just it. <laughs> I, this still makes us special. <laughs> I came here to to give hard hitting facts. So go courtesy of so? courtesy of avocado from Mexico.com. While they're Beautiful. often prepared and eaten like vegetables, funnily enough, avocados are biologically fruit. There it is. Oh, you yep. wow. Ziggy knows. I, I believe no, I, 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 I didn't said. know. I said someone it. else no, said it, yeah. No, Ziggy gets Ziggy gets the credit, bro. <laughs> I, if you say so, but <laughs> and, and it actually does and it does, and it does continue. Even weirder avocado are actually single heated berries in the cane family at Cacafran, the bay laurel, and various species of cinnamon tree. There you go. See, we're cooking now. There it is. Wait, is cinnamon <laughs> a fruit? <laughs> so, cinnamon's a spice. My first question of the night is: uh, We're going to go back to uh, some of the the stuff we that was discussed on the original PVD episodes that you guys were on. Uh, did you ever respond to that foot fetish person, uh, Derek? That was. Um, I did not. I did. Oh no, I did not. I did not. Unfortunately, I didn't. Um, my new thing, though, now is when people text me the wrong number, I have a conversation with them. And I always make it very dramatic. Somebody was like, hey. No, that's a great bit. So I was like, hey, bit. Elizabeth, this is Jane. And I'm like, Jane, I have some very unfortunate news for you. And I let it wait like six, seven minutes. And then I respond, this is the wrong number. So it leaves them on ice <laughs> that something serious happened. But then you're like, oh, this is the wrong number. Dude, I saved, I, I saved a text from somebody who, who called who dialed the wrong thing. And the per- it's a, it had to be a guy because it says, when the kids are asleep, I could rub it up against your butt. And I wrote back to him and I went, um, do you sure you have the right number? And then I didn't get anything back after that, but I saved the picture so I could show my wife that all the time. You should have, <laughs> you know, you should have leaned into so, it just a little more. I didn't I know so that happened to people life. in real life. Josh, yeah. Josh just sends that to his wife randomly during the day now. 
just a picture of it. I, I don't actually that. spend the time typing it. I just send the photo. Yeah, he just sends the photo. He's just like, just so you know. <laughs> this is what I'm, I'm, I'm going to yeah. rub it up against your butt. Right. <laughs> and I get back the same text. You have the wrong number every time. <laughs> 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 I love it. Uh let's see what else do I have on here. I have a whole list of shit. Um I guess I haven't gone over pre-show ritual. So like let's talk about your guys' oh pre-show ritual before you guys come <laughs> out. Specifically and enjoy when you guys are getting ready to come out and defend the the tag belts. Mm, I well I'll let Ziggy go first, but then I also want Ziggy to tell my pre-show ritual because I feel it's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, okay. Um Honestly, I don't really think I have one. I literally, uh, my body just goes into freeze response for approximately like from like three minutes onwards from like when I know it's about to happen. And then I have to just sit there and stare until my music hits and I become a different person. Uh, That's what it is. I just have to like sit and stare. But with Derek, it's different because we're both panicking, but in a different way. Uh, so he's just like frantically spraying himself with water. He's so moist. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm getting like in the crossfires of the water. I'm moist now. Now he's like half calling the match to me. I don't even know uh, what it is. I'm just like, when do I get up there? Do I, do you need me? Uh, and then, uh, it's, it's probably really scary to watch from an outside perspective like it it probably looks like psychosis <laughs> it's 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 one million percent accurate um my thing now it's lately it's like been real frequent since like we've sort of started having success is i'm just freaking out and it's not like a like a fear it's just like a like a, a manic episode of me pacing back and forth and i'm like partially going over the match in my head but then ziggy looks at me and makes eye contact like very unnecessarily so then i just start telling her what i'm thinking in my head like halfway through the match so it's just like i'm telling her stuff and she's like going with the flow because she's an mvp and she's just agreeing with me and nodding her head but she for sure has no idea what i'm saying i'm like doing hand movements and i'm like and this and this and this and she's like yes Yes, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> Even though yeah, I know she has no idea. And I'm just frantically spraying myself down with water. Um, so that's my pre-show ritual. Having a, me and Ziggy are um, manic. We both have manic episodes before we go out. Hers is Every more controlled time. than mine. Are you are you that Mom, way? Are you that way, by the way, just when you're together? Or do you do this separately also when you're when you're starting to match? Or I Ziggy, do it every you, time. Yeah. Me, For I'm sure. Having, I'm having a meltdown every time. This past weekend, I didn't have a spray bottle. Um, when I wrestled Josh and Joey. Um, so I was like, in my head, I was having like a full-blown meltdown that I didn't have a spray bottle. So I just had a bottle of water that I busted a hole in the top of it and I just kept squeezing it. And this water just kept squirting out on me like a really <laughs> shitty, like a shitty um, water gun. Ew. So it was like, yeah, it was, it was something. But yeah, no, like you need that. That's like a way, it's like your fidget spinner. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get that completely. But my favorite also is that um, the more you know, before most of, like, Derek's most iconic moments, when we're standing in the ring, he's literally leaning down going, I'm so fucking scared right now. (laughs) And I'm just like, 
standing there trying to look <laughs> like I know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I'm so scared right now. I have no fucking idea what's going on. Um, I forgot everything, Ziggy. Fuck. But That's it never happens. One honors. It's never <laughs> happened. <laughs> once but I start, once I go. Yeah, absolutely. We, we both will be like, be like, I'm scared shitless. I have no idea what's about to happen. And then do everything fine. Nothing <laughs> has ever like not gone completely off the rails. I give you guys credit. It doesn't look anything like that when you get out there. It's coming from a fan's standpoint, watch as closely. You don't. You, I, I think I've seen you say that once before, Derek. Like you, I think you've said "holy shit" or I've watched you like kind of mouth that. But I, I don't think I've ever seen you guys not seem in control when you come out. Ziggy, yeah. what is it about the enjoy tag team title that makes you all of a sudden think that it's a penis and you just swing it around? I don't know. That's uh, <laughs> just there. It's kind of like too awkward of a size to put on my shoulder so it just kind of stays there and it ends up happening i don't know i i, I just i've noticed and it's really guess. funny and it makes me laugh every time i i see you with the I'm enjoy glad. tag title and you're just actually, like swinging it like that i'm like all right i love that no it all started actually i think when the uh photographer at enjoy aj small he told me to do it for a photo and then i just kept doing it so shout out <laughs> shout out aj small love it uh derek would jay gold be in your myspace top eight oh uh, yeah yeah i think he would he would for oh sure. yeah i give him that <laughs> whenever like twitter has these things oh, where it's hi, like squeak. she's there she's hanging out until she leaves the squeak would be number one i would make a myspace profile for my cat that's adorable that isn't <laughs> yeah. audience with us um but jay gold always pops up in my like top people on twitter like always like whenever they're like this is your circle i never post that stuff but i'm always curious to see and jay gold's always in the top yeah that's what's up <laughs> who would you want who do you want to know your secrets <laughs> yeah that's like what like it is <laughs> who's that yeah <laughs> who's stalking me oh it's josh again shit <laughs> damn it <laughs> did you enjoy the new space jam i hated it i um hated it I watched were, a little bit of it, and then I just didn't. I didn't even finish it, honestly. Yeah, you were very excited for it during your interview with PVD, uh, so I had to ask that follow up because I figured you probably did because it seemed like it was universally hated. It was yes. trash. Uh, yep. I like so my love for LeBron is very strong, but um, I just you know he turned his back on the Cavs, and I love the Cavs, so I can't uh, support him in his endeavors. <laughs> So uh, if everybody else in the uh, group in the, in the zoom meeting right now was a Nicktoons character, who would each of us be in your opinion? <laughs> Nicktoon. Yeah. Oh, he's a Nicktoon kid. So he's just, yeah. See, I, I'm, I, I think I've expired that. I think I was, I've been alive even before Nicktoons like was cool. So like, I can't be anything cool. Cause I'd be maybe Stimpy. That's, I was going to say that. Holy shit. Yeah, you'd be stimpy. Absolutely. <laughs> That's about it. That's what I remember. I don't know. I've grown out of that. I'm more of a mature adult nowadays where I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Ziggy disagrees with this. <laughs> no, I just think that that's so funny. You're just like, I, my 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 uh, cinema gimmick is age 99. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, 
I'll have my people contact your people after the interview about this. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else do I want to ask? Um, Ziggy, I don't, I didn't get to ask you this. Did, have you ever backyard wrestled? Did you, did you backyard wrestle before you got trained? I did not. I, uh, knew, uh, barely anything about independent wrestling before I started. So, uh, no, I was like a super, uh, I was a big old baby child. So no baby child. I don't think I heard, uh, I've heard some of your stuff. Ziggy. Where were you trained? Um, I was trained at, uh, IWC by Chris LaRusso and Andrew palace in 2015, uh, in Pittsburgh. So yeah. I started there. I Googled, I literally Googled pro wrestling schools in Pittsburgh and I picked the one that was the easiest to get to from my house. And I got really lucky. <laughs> yeah. You're way lucky. You didn't pick the uh, PWX. I got really lucky. I, uh, in, yeah, in any other situation, I probably would have like, if the, if the situation was not exactly the way it was, I probably would have quit immediately. Oh well, wow. like not even done it, but I had no idea. So that's what I was going to ask. I was going to actually jump in and ask Ziggy a question, and I was going to ask her that because yeah. I um I didn't I wasn't for sure. I knew Larusso joined you in IWC, but I didn't know if Palace was there. Or not. I didn't know Palace has been Palace around that there. long. Wow, I, mm-hmm. I I did not realize he's been around for. I I just remember his he had a, a match with Magnum CK back in like 2018 or 2019. And that's the first time I ever heard his name. Um, and I did not know, I know he had, didn't he have some feuds with like Jock Samson also? Like, I just, I, I did not realize he's been going almost what, almost 10 years or so, uh, even training. Wow. Yeah. Okay. When I, when he trained me or when he's, uh, like, he wasn't like really, I think he was more there to like help out in the beginning, but really I think got more involved and I do consider him to be one of my two trainers for sure. But I think when he trained uh, when he trained us, he was four years in. About right. Uh, wow. Okay. So yeah, you're talking 2015. Yeah, like about right, three or four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he um, Jay Gold, but um, Palace actually was um, like me and him had our first few matches together in West Virginia. Oh wow. Together. So like yeah, so like him and I have been on the same road, which is like weird. Like when I think of it, it's like me and Palace sort of broken around the same time. Me and Lee Moriarty around the same time as well maybe i have a few years on lee but like we wrestled a lot early on and then same thing with like um like mance warner is another person that was like around the same time really so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. around like that same time yeah uh, and you so you and 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 derek you and the production you guys you guys finished off and i don't know if we talked about this because you and me and butters did an episode together and we've done some we talked a bunch on i don't know if you've done it on the pod at what point when you were finished with Magnum and Frankie um, and, and Dan Housen, did you, did, did somebody come to you and put you guys together? I, I can't remember what year it was. Was it 2019, 2020? Who put you guys together? Ziggy? Yeah. Um, who, Justice. Who Zig- Justice. Ziggy okay. actually, yeah. Ziggy actually tweeted about it today, um, okay. which is, which is a 1 million percent the truth. So I was sort of at a crossroads of like, um, me and I was just managing Dan Housen, which is sweet because I love him. Um, but there was like, you know, I was sort of, you know, just left there with nothing going on and just the Ziggy or Ziggy did the talent initiative 
and she just got smoked. Like she said, I remember watching the match, and she was getting just completely messed up by I, the person she was wrestling. I was <laughs> and, uh, getting, yeah, I was humbled, and Matt Justice thought it was cool. Uh, Justice just had the big smile, and he was like, right, fuck yeah, with his hands in the rock and roll poster. That's all y'all know. He just had the big Justice smile. And then he goes, he came up to me as we were watching together, and he goes, you, you see that, bro? And I'm like, what? What did I see? He goes, that's your Sherry Moon, bro, and you're Rob Zombie. That's what it is now. And then, like, I was like, all right, cool. And then he told uh, Thorne, and then I had a match against Ethan Wright, and Justice said, Ziggy's managing you. And she came out, and, you know, the rest is history. Yeah. At what point did you decide, Ziggy, that you should be the projectile as opposed to, like, uh, you guys almost have, it's almost, you think about like a, a larger, one larger tag team member, a smaller tag team member, you know, somebody does high flying or less mat based and Derek is more power. At what point did you go, Hey, you know, it'd be awesome is if you just take me and just throw me onto the opponents or throw me over the, t- like, where did you come up with, or when did you th- say to yourself, okay, me as a part of the moves and less about you doing them as more Sister, of you being I never them. said it to anyone. <laughs> uh, that was, uh, that, I never that said was, it to anyone. That was another it's Matt Justice thing. <laughs> it's the game. I think it started because uh, I can't jump for shit. So I, it's easier to just throw me there. I remember uh, when Derek, when I saw him throw you over the top rope onto, I, I don't remember, it was at the Odeon. And I just remember him, you were like in like the razor's edge, like height. And you, he just tossed you like almost border toss, like Hernandez did in, in impact the, onto the, the classic floor. production. Yeah. That was nuts. Death. The first time I ever saw that, I was like, Oh, that is creative. That's exactly how it should work out, you know, for you guys. So I, I, I always wanted to know whose idea that was, or when you were like, yeah, just do it. Just, Matt Justice. Yeah. Was it? 100%, yeah, 100% Matt Justice, because the very first time we did it was in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, those those shows, I was wrestling Zach Thomas. It, and the first time it happened was only onto one person. One person. And I remember Justice came up to me and he goes, bro, power bomber out of the ring, Mike Awesome style. And it's just, <laughs> I just always, his hand, just always in the, the rock hard sign. He's like, Mike Awesome style, <laughs> awesome bomber <laughs> out of the ring. my mind too. And I go, all right. And he goes, it'll be over. I guarantee it. And I remember Ziggy then came to the came to the show. And I go, hey, I have this idea. I don't know if you're gonna go for it, but I think it'll be cool. And it was just, I'm like, do you? But no, I go, I think it'll be cool. And I'm like, do you trust me? And Ziggy's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna power bomb you out of the ring, and Zach Thomas is gonna catch you. And I promise that he will catch you. And she goes, all right. But I remember, like, as soon as I picked her up, like, I could feel like the like. I could feel that she wasn't okay with it as it, I was it, like, it was really to... scary. <laughs> and it was scary. I, I remember throwing her, but I was like, I am strong enough. I know I'm going to throw you at Zach. And even no, if he doesn't fine. catch you, he is going to, you're going to hit him and he, right. your momentum will take him down. Absolutely. Um, and, no, so and, then, and that's what it was. And you yeah, know, rest, rest well, it just history. works. Cause your finish is one of the most, creative as far as even even male tag teams don't can't do something that looks as you know devastating as flipping taking ziggy's arms and flipping her over onto someone i forget who you told me who it is every time i try to remember who you said did that finisher um I, I, it was it was steve Payne. i watched him do it he did he did it as a singles finish 
the pain right. thriller, right? Mm-hmm. The pain thriller. I mean, it just looks so good for the two of you. Thank I you. Yeah, I, I, I'm very proud of it, and I know Ziggy is too. I yeah. actually just saw somebody kind of do something very similar to it, and I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to give them any like advertisement or anything. But like, I saw it, and I'm like, this person for sure saw a gif of me and Ziggy doing it, and they do a similar version of it, which I think is lame. That is, yeah. I mean, you, you guys have it, and I think it gives you a lot of a lot of credibility, especially at the end of a match. As soon as you can hit that, you, there's no doubt that it's that it it gives you credibility. Ziggy, I have a one more question before I pass you off. Uh, sure. The the match you had with Fonzie, mm-hmm. um, what did, what were your thoughts on that? And and I, I was there, and I remember that you know going on because um, you, you guys got in. You, you went from. Um, tag teams so you you went to manager you went back to tag team partner you guys are able to kind of use both pieces here so going against Fonzie what was that like for you as far as uh, as far as a moment in your career um truly uh a hundred percent it is one of the best moments of my life um one of the coolest things I've ever gotten to do uh because I grew or I started to love wrestling through uh, loving ECW and I wanted to be Beulah and I literally got to be Beulah and that's so cool. So it was uh, a really cool moment. And like you said, I do like that uh, we have the ability to kind of uh, go between tag team, a manager, like singles wrestlers, uh, because I enjoy doing all of it. That's pretty rad. Morris. <clears throat> All right, Derek. So I was uh, catching up on AA wrestling. I noticed uh, you had some new entrance music there. Uh, <laughs> is that just for AA or are you going to start using that elsewhere? And how did you make the decision to use Dumbest Girl Alive? <laughs> um, so I really like that song. I actually, so good. I actually got it from your guys' podcast. And I didn't like know. Like, I got it from your guys' podcast. And then I saw, um, like, I was like, I'm going to use this for theme music. So then I did it for 880. And then right after I did it for 880, I saw another wrestling company made a music video with that song. So, like, I hope you guys didn't get the song from that music video because I stole it from you guys to where, like, I would (laughs) have process elimination. It would have looked like I just stole it from that wrestling music video and I was using it. But I really like that song. It's cool. I remember when I was talking to Butters about it, he was like, the song, um, the Coheed and Cambria song is sampled in it. Do you know that song? And I was like, of course I know that song. That's why I like the song. But yeah, I really like look it. Look at me. Do I not look like <laughs> a, a fucking emo? <laughs> so, <laughs> how long have I been talking about the 100 gags? You have for a very long time. So that's why like that song got mentioned in, in like our group. And like, because they said all the new song came out. So everybody was talking about how they liked it. So then I listened to it and I was like, all right, this song's fire. I'm going to put this on the beginning of our uh, episode. And honestly, like at least once a month, if, if I if I'm doing, you know, coming up with different entrance uh, music for the show, Derek always hits me up. He's like, what's this song? Where'd you get it from? And so like uh, I, that at least lets me know that I'm on the right track with like some of the stuff that I come up with to play um but yeah that's the, it was just like the new song that had just come out that's why and i didn't even know that another group did a music video to it so it's for sure did not come from that so it was just oh, a new song and because of marcy uh mentioning them so look we're the we're the group with the trans girl so i, I get to claim that <laughs> so uh, you're welcome derek for the new music 
<laughs> so I like it. I would like so honestly, like as full fully transparent as I could be, I would use it at IWC, but I can't because the beginning of that song has the like the Merrimax opening, um, or the V whatever the opening is to it. Katie Arquette uses the same opening right. to her theme music, yeah. so I can't Can you use not it. Clip it out. Um, it it's too cool to clip out of the song. I think. I mean, I probably that could, was- but it's just way you've heard it, right, Ziggy? You've heard that song? Yeah, it, uh, that's fair. It takes cool. yeah. All right, and then Derek. Um, so you've talked on Twitter. There's only two times you've gotten beaten so bad in a video game that you've completely stopped playing it. Uh, one of those times was against Dom in NFL Blitz. So I gotta know the details. Was <laughs> how bad was the score, and what teams were you playing as? I can't remember what teams it was, but we were. Uh, I mean, I was enjoying a couple cocktails at 16 bit. Um, so we played a Blitz, and I I cannot remember what team. It may have been just a random. We hold the hold the stick down and then we let go and that's our teams that may have been one of those deals uh but he smoked me real bad i think he like i only scored one touchdown and he just ran the board with me over and over and over (laughs) again to where i just remember i finished the game because i was going to quit but i've not played since dom destroyed me and then the other time was mario kart which i just explained this to someone else uh pod van dam ed just i was at 16 bit on a date and I'm like, okay at video games. And I was like, all right, I see Ed there. And he's like, play me in Mario Kart. So I was like, all right, sweet. And he just annihilated me in Mario Kart. Like, <laughs> bad. Like, so bad. And that's another game that I was so mad about it. Because one, it made me look like a dork in front of the girl I was dating. <laughs> and then two, and then two, like, Ed was like so pumped about it. And I was like, fuck this guy. He just destroyed me um, in front of this girl that I'm trying to impress. And I've never played it since. But now that I, I love Ed to death uh, and I'm not with that girl. So, you know, it all washes out. <laughs> it all comes up millhouse. I hope I can do that for you with Street Fighter. We gotta, we'll play that sometime. <laughs> no, because then I'll just I'll just be just destroyed in it. I like I'm very weird. I'm very um. Like, I'm also so competitive, so when I lose, like, I'm not, like, I'm not a poor sport, but I just hate losing. So, like, when I lose, I'm just, like, so salty inside, but I won't, like, be mad at the person, but I'll just be so salty. Like, Eric Ryan's tried to play me before with games, and I just won't play him. He's a big, like, Marvel versus Capcom guy. Like, we'd go to 16-bit. That's the jam. And he would, he would always want to play me, and I just would not. Like I, like, I wouldn't, because, like, I know he would just annihilate me and even though i never play that game that would be another game i would just you know fuck this game i'm never playing it derek yeah, that's why i don't face marcy either so that's <laughs> two, 2002 i was playing madden in my apartment i had this apartment in queens with a glass coffee table i had a hulk hogan wrestling buddy that i still kept around and i was playing madden one of the guys i was playing with was playing with the browns and i was using the jets and i was up by like two touchdowns he beats me i go nuts I smash the glass table and the Hulk Hogan tears in the glass and all the guys who are watching me are just standing there and there's just Hulk Hogan fuzz all over the floor and broken glass. These guys are like, should we leave? I was like, I think you better fucking leave. Like that is how fucking frustrated. If I still had that Hogan wrestling buddy, it probably would have been worth something. I gave it up 20 years ago because I lost to the Browns and fucking Madden. And so Jay did, Jay Gold, did the, what the woman underneath the glass table leaked away from the table for Yes. Yes. God. <laughs> Terrible. I was doing it before it was cool, Jayhawk. Oh God. <laughs> Sam stayed and watched, by the way. Oh God. 
Now, Ziggy, you've had a lot of um, iconic looks. Is there any like particular favorites you have and maybe you want to talk about some of the inspiration behind them? Um, yeah, I definitely, obviously, my midsummer look from Absolution is my favorite. I put the most work into that one than I have of any other look that I have. Um, everything else, uh, I really, I don't know, I just really enjoy that, uh, as a manager, I have the ability to kind of, uh, mess with my fashion more because I don't have to wear gear so i get to kind of use that as uh part of it as well but that's really it i just aim to go ape shit that that midsummer look was fucking classic i, I really hope Thank whoever you. won that uh put that in like a shadow box because that's what i was gonna do with it if i won it so. yeah yeah i uh i hope it's doing well i gave it to someone uh that's really cool so i'm sure that it's well loved but uh do you have a gear maker or do you make it all yourself? Um, it's all a mix of both, but most of my like the stuff I wrestle in is uh like done by gear makers, but anything else is usually just like things that uh nothing I've made, but things I've just sort of concocted. Um, you've for a while now you've started using uh Scene Queen as your entrance music. This isn't so much of a question, I just kind of need some advice. I'm actually going to see Scene Queen, yeah, and so I want to balance, I want to look cute, but there's still some of those songs where you know hands have to be thrown. So I'm trying to think, what's a good look for that? That's true, <laughs> you know what? You're right, I feel like um, you can still. As long as you got shorts on underneath the cute skirt or dress, then you're good. That's always yep. the game I play, at least. Like, if you got a, a, a comfortable shoes, uh, shorts on underneath the skirt, it's you're good. Yeah, you can't be throwing spin kicks and then uh, skirts. <laughs> it's a bad time for some people. Right. And we all we all know about skirts. So someone will be like, did you just slash me? No, shorts, bitch. <laughs> Um, and to, to tie us into a question for both of you, uh, since the show does happen to fall on the same day as AEW, I'm going to miss it. So that makes me curious. Has there anything like any shows or events um, that you've had to miss because of wrestling? Um, yes, I have one. And um, this is a recent one. Like I've missed like some scene concerts, which sucks because I love going to concerts. One that I'm going to say, and I know it's going to get some backlash for some people is I had to miss MGK uh, when MGK played the Brown Stadium. And I'm a big Machine Gun Kelly fan, so I was really upset that I had to miss that. I can't remember what promotion it was I was on, but I remember I was wrestling, and I just couldn't make the concert. So that's mine. That's my uh, most recent sad, sad story. Um, I don't... I'm just really bad at, like, planning or knowing dates or uh, where I am in time in general. Uh, so I don't know what I've missed because of wrestling. I just let it happen. <laughs> That's also very real. <laughs> I don't know where I am in time, place, or date. And so it, I also <laughs> haven't gone to a concert in a really long time. Uh, I do. I do want to. Um, like I do want to acknowledge this on the podcast because, like, I'm very horrible at um, complimenting Ziggy socially on social media. So I do want to acknowledge this because I think it's good. Uh, Ziggy's outfits are definitely always a very big highlight of the production. Um, Thank you. One of my one of my favorite outfits that she wore. 
uh, was I was wrestling Matt Justice, and she wore camel pants. And on the pants, she did a tribute for all the diva or the women wrestlers. And there was like China, Luna. I can't remember who else was on there, but I do remember like that was a fit. Uh, yeah, you had because oh, yeah. you also had the Daphne shirt on. It was it was a fit. Yes, I actually just brought that shirt off the other day. I was gonna redo. I was gonna redo it for my match with Joss, but uh, it like it's real mangled. I don't know how she did it with the tape. I really don't because when I did it, it got real. Uh, glue had to get involved. It it was I mean, it, it's so useful now. This also probably didn't help that I bled so much in that match, and you're just covered in my blood. You can't well. see it. Can't see oh, it. Good. It's great out. But <laughs> yeah. Yes, and if anybody's listening, you. Derek is still bleeding because he hasn't stopped, I think, since hey. 2021. Yeah. Some say he's still bleeding. Right. <laughs> I think the quite a lot of the content title matches are no longer in 10th row. Technically, I can at least a chance not to bleed once in a while. Right. We don't want his head looking like Devon Dudley when he gets older. Well, you don't want to put that coin in there. Like Abdul oh, the Butcher. You should ask him to show you how to put a, a subway token in his head when you see him next week. So I think I said this on maybe your guys' last podcast. Um, I have a Polaroid. It's somewhere at my mom and dad's house. I saw him when JT Lightning brought him in. My, he charged like $5.50 for an eight by, or a picture of Polaroid, and he had me put the two coins in his forehead. Oh, my um, God. So like, my mom was really disgusted about it um, when she found out about it afterwards. But my dad thought it was really cool. So um, hopefully I can find that picture or my parents can find that picture. I could take a picture with him with that picture. Yeah, you could recreate it. Yeah, I love that. Did you watch like the uh, Royal Rumble with your dad this year, Derek? Uh, I watched. Did I? I don't know if I. No, I did not watch the Royal Rumble this year with my dad. I'd usually every year do it. Um, I watched it with uh, the Duke and John Thorne and Dom. We were going over like um, AIW department head stuff. So me and Dom were talking about the training program and what we watched the Rumble. So that was the, one of the first years I missed watching it with my dad. Okay. With that, I'm gonna pass the uh, baton to Jared. Yep, sorry. I, no, I I don't I don't have a lot for your guy. We had a lot of phone calls too here. So I want to oh, make sure God. we got enough time for that. But uh, I I love the oh god on that. Uh, but one one thing I am curious about though, obviously we got Derek at the Cleveland guy, we got Diggy at the Pittsburgh girl. Does that provide lead uh, any conflict between you two at all? Cleveland Pittsburgh don't exactly get along very well. Uh, it, it never has, but also I think we've both like consecutively like been up to both places so much that it's kind of like a second home for both of us, like either place, either or just from wrestling being so often in the other place. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think about it much. Yeah. Um, half the time I'm billed from Pittsburgh. Um, or I'm or I'm built from Pittsburgh, or Ziggy's built from Cleveland. Yeah, the gag is we change it depending on where we're. Yeah, <laughs> depending what we actually yeah, that, need to get where. Yeah, it's a solid bit. I, I've enjoyed that. Yeah. Let me let me ask you something, Ziggy. You and 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 Derek wrestling and enjoy. Um, and we've had we had MV Young on, and uh, and you know we watch a lot of enjoy. Um, what are your thoughts on on that promotion as far as you know? how far it's come and and you guys i mean being the tag champs and doing the intergender match like the being the intergender tag team what are your thoughts on where they they're going to go and what you're you're looking forward to as far as that division goes because i mean you, you know it's it's really new and everybody seems to sing its praises and they're they're so they're so fast to get to where they are 
production Great. value, you know, uh, how they've ingrained into the Pittsburgh community. Like, what are your, what are you hearing by you and what are your thoughts on that place? Do you, do you, do you feel like it's, it's really something that you, you know, you see going, going pretty far? Oh, absolutely. And I have been there since the very beginning of it, since like the first show uh, I was on. Uh, I think I've been on all of them. Uh, and the, True, the progression is truly incredible, and I'm so proud to be a part of the product because just obviously watching it, uh, it's such an incredible product. Uh, it always looks so beautiful. They put so much love and care into it, and I think uh, everyone that's part of it is like so grateful and happy to be part of it. So I, I do see it going places. It. It works so well, and it's such an awesome environment to just be in. I mean, you guys are the faces of the tag division right now. It's they really have have put a lot on on you guys as far as uh, responsibility, I guess, um, to to be their tag division. Um, is that something that you you kind of envision? Do you do you, do you, where do you think that that's going to go as far as you know how they they plan on like marketing you guys and and you know their their titles i mean i think they've done pretty well with with how they've done that um yeah uh, i definitely i agree um and i agree with everything ziggy said i like i know like enjoy started with enjoy wrestling started in a backyard with mb young running a show and they were working a bear tent and it's grown mm-hmm. to multiple sellouts at uh mr small's theater which is sweet which is awesome. There's definitely some big things going on with Enjoy. Um, Mike or MV hinted at it when you guys interviewed him. Um, yeah. So, like, just obviously keep an eye out. There's big things happening. Um, but for me and Zig to be, you know, the faces of the tag division, it means a lot to me, especially um, to be, you know, it's different. There's not a lot of intergender tag teams out there. And me and Zig are holding it down to, you know, represent a demographic uh, represent uh, a subgenre of wrestling. I think that's awesome. I think it's different. I think it's awesome. I think it's empowering to people. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at Zig and I, we're not like we're not like the traditional cookie cutter wrestlers. Like, you know, we're just different. We look like we are two kids that uh, never grew out of our warp tour phase. Um, and that's mm-hmm. you know what it is. I mean, it's we look like bullies from the show Recess. <laughs> one, one million, that's it. We, that's it. We look like uh, I look like the kid with orange hair, and Ziggy looks like a a, a smaller version of Spinelli. Exactly. But that is that is it. One hundred percent us, and it's very um, it's very organic, and it's very um, very truthful of us as well. Like when we won the tag titles, Ziggy sobbed in the ring, and. And it meant a lot to share that moment with her because, you know, there was a time where nobody in Cleveland booked me to wrestle um, and no one in Pittsburgh booked Ziggy to wrestle. And to be able to bounce back and forth from, you know, being very prominent acts in the AIW to being a prominent act and enjoy and us collaborating together to make that work. You know, it's very, it's something that, you know, I would have never guessed would have happened when Matt Justice came up to me and goes, She's going to be your Sherry Moon, bro. Yeah. I wouldn't think that would have been it. But, you know, it's been something that I'm very, very happy with. And it's something that, you know, Ziggy and I have put a lot of time and effort in. Um, the amount of messages that Ziggy gets from me that are manic 
screenshots or screen recordings of moves is there um, because, you know, I'm constantly panicking and I want us to succeed. And Ziggy is very, you know, she Ziggy's the rock of this, you know, this dynamic. And, Which is wild to me. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I don't think I don't think a lot of people realize that like Ziggy's the rock and I'm so manic and I'm overthinking everything. And she wrangles me in. Which, you know, that's very endearing of her. Thank but, you. Um, I tried. So, sorry to go on a huge rant about it. Um, do I, do I really appreciate what Enjoy is doing for me and Ziggy. So that's the answer to your question in a very long, drawn out no. rant. Absolutely. Well, that's, why, that's why you're here, dude. That's what we, that's what we want to hear. You know that's, that's good. true. You're, yeah. you're not wrong. That's why yeah. we're here. Yeah. Okay. Is, there a, is there a tag team you two don't want to fake that you haven't had a chance to fake yet? Um, we've both been calling out a tag team, um, for a very long time, and we are going to get to wrestle them, um, at the next Enjoy show. We're wrestling Birdwall, Veda Scott, and, um, Speedball, which is sweet. Um, I'm very, I'm very, very excited to, for that match. Um, personally, I, I'm sure Ziggy has some, but like another personal big match that I really want is I want us to wrestle... Um, I want us to wrestle Bussy. I want to wrestle Effie and Alicat. I think we could, you know, do something fun with them. That's mine. I, I'm, if I sit here and think about it, I'm sure I can name a whole bunch of other tag teams. Uh, but Bussy's top of my list besides Birdlaw. So, Ziggy, if you have anything. Yeah, I mean, Birdlaw for sure was always at the top of that list. I love and respect both Veda and Mike Bailey so much. Uh so that's going to be super sick. But um, we've also both wanted to wrestle a gummy boar a lot. I know. Uh, I think that'll be incredible. I've had, uh, I've essentially like grown up in a career with Erica Lee as well. Like we've both sort of like been there for like the time in each of our lives. Um, I'd love to wrestle uh, Wasteland War Party, Max and uh, Heidi. They're awesome. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I sat here and thought I could definitely bring out more people, but uh, that's what comes to head. I want to add Rachel Ellering and Chris Harrell too to that multi intergender that's style tag team. Yeah, that would be a good one. I like that. Of course you would. <laughs> Derek, are, of course are you, you guys would. doing one of those uh, really cool um, promo videos that you guys do for Enjoy? You doing one for the Bird Law? Um, they haven't hit us up yet, but I think they probably will. I mean, I wouldn't imagine not, but that's again, that's on, um, their production group. Um, I'm sure Ziggy and I would be down for whatever. Um, but like enjoy is very, the, the, the branding of enjoy is very, you know, top tier. Like I don't want to film something, not saying that we couldn't film something. It would be good. I don't want to film something and put it out as an enjoy, like, you know, video with it not being their production. I wasn't sure if they, if they actually did the production or if you guys did, I wasn't sure how that works. Yeah. So, okay. That makes they sense. Do. Yeah. Oh, they I, cover I everything. agree. Yeah. Okay. And one more question for Derek, who's your favorite referee and why at me? Question though, referee, do you like that you, that you like work with that for both of you? Um, so obviously I love Tom Dunn. Tom Dunn has been Tom Dunn ref my very first wrestling match and yeah. I got the I got the sh- I got the shit beat out of me in that match like real bad and I remember laying in the ring and I was like this sucks like this wrestling's lame like as I was laying in the <laughs> ring and Tom came over to me and he goes hey man um 
don't get up, don't move. I'm going to help you up, but when you get when I help you up, shove me away and stand in the middle of the ring. And so, you know, I've never been in a wrestling match at this time, so like I have no idea. So Tom helps me up, I shove him out of the way and I stand in the ring and the crowd, you know, just starts cheering for me. And when I went in the back, he goes he goes, "Did you see why I did that?" And I go, "Yeah, it makes sense." And I like that's something that he's always been there um to help me with stuff. So I love Tom. Um I love like you know, a referee is a very integrated part of any match, and I'm very respectful of that. So, like, Tom Dunn, sentimental reason, he's always up there. I am a big fan of Porter O'Shea. Our coach is sweet. He's always been cool with me. He's been able to ref a few. Like, me and him go to a lot of Cavs games, so we're good friends. Um, he and I have been – we got close, but he's been able to ref a bunch of my matches lately. And it's just, like, very – like, it's a very, like, sentimental thing. Um, Jake, obviously Jake's Jake, you know, Jake will tell you, um, he is very official with stuff. He'll let you know your times. He'll let you know all the stuff that, um, he learned down in WWE. Uh, but another referee that I want to give a shout out to who's working real hard is Rosie, the ref. She's from 880. Um, you know, she is new, but she, you know, she's willing to learn. She's willing to travel. She's willing to ask questions. Um, She's asked me a lot of questions, which, which, you know, being a referee opposed to a wrestler is really difficult. Um, I do help at the AIW school. So, like, I know some things, but I had to put her in contact with, like, Tom Dunn and Clemens and Portic or or Coach Porter O'Shea. Sorry. <laughs> beep out those – beep out the real names that I just gave, Butters, please, and Post. Um, but um, I just – you know, referees are cool. Jayhawk, you've ref. I don't know if you've ever repped for me, have you? Yeah, I've repped, I've you repped have. For, I, yeah, Mega. OCW, Mega and OCW, right? Have you done OCW? I've never done OCW. Mega, there it is. Mega, you repped me and um, I'm trying to think. I'm very horrible and I get hit in the head a lot. You repped one of my last matches, I remember, actually. Oh, yeah, else? you repped me versus Otis versus Paxton Calloway. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Yeah. And I know, um, I, did, yeah. I, know, I know I did some of your stuff in uh, mid-Ohio before the – Derek director thing even happens. So. Oh yeah, that that's, go back those are those are black periods in my life, dark periods <laughs> in my life. Those are the those are the Derek direction era. Yeah, and it's the 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 um segue over. That's probably the equivalent to uh, Ziggy's Jinx era. <laughs> yeah, the segue between the two. Yeah, hurts hurts a little bit. Um, as far as refs go, I agree that uh. They are a very important part of the match, and a great ref is a very important thing. But also, uh, for sure, Porter O'Shea is, like, my favorite ref in the world. I love that dude. He's also always, like, uh, been incredibly sweet to me, uh, saying his praises of me. And uh, he's just a great dude. I've always loved working with him. All right. Ricky, are you going to do more 880? Uh, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, I live fairly in the area so um yeah i'm sure i will in the future i kind of like pop by uh sometimes last minute like i'll just kind of be like or i'll or i'll get asked uh maybe a day or two before um but yeah i'm sure i'll be back i'm sure i'll uh come back soon they're always fun 880 is like my my new favorite thing so like i want everybody that i like to work there so (laughs) it's awesome i'm glad you like it because it's a really cool place that's all I got. I don't know if anybody else can answer before we get these phone calls. All right. Let's hit it up. Voicemails. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Okay. How many are there? Uh, there is five, I believe. Okay, that's not But there's, bad. like, multiples from certain people, so. Oh, like, five different people at multiples? Oh, my God. No, no, five. To- <laughs> Derek, you're our, you're, you're our, our, I like to call you our telephone correspondent on this show. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, it, it, you know, there people have to uh, uh, return the favor a little bit. You did this to us. Yeah. So there's these five here, and then there's uh, uh, Stan from Burlington. So, yep, Stan back, nice. Yeah, yes. Stan, Stan called. So uh, let's get into the first voicemail. I, I don't think Ziggy's heard Stan yet, so we'll let uh-huh. Ziggy make a decision on that one when it oh <laughs> what <God>. happens. <laughs> All right, uh, up first is the other JB. Hey there, Indie Wrestling Guide. It's the other JB here. I can't remember if I called in yet this week, but oh. um, anyways, here. <laughs> is- so we've got the production in the proverbial studio today. So um, I'm just really excited for Barbie. Um, that's going to be really awesome. Um, so oh, yeah. I'm just going to let this um, call um, serve as a open invitation um, for uh, Ziggy to just, you know, talk about whatever aspect of Barbie that she wants to. I'm very excited to see Midge in the movie. I'm very excited to see um, what is done there. Um, I love that. Yeah. Um, Probably some of them, I don't have many uh, memories from when I was super young, but um, one thing that um, stayed in there was those um, early 2000s uh, CGI RP films. Um, Those were something. Um, Yeah, those were quite insane. um, They're psychotic. How CGI was then. Um, really, you know, they had some uh, creepy images there, um, just on accident because of the limits of technology. Anyways, um, Ziggy, go on about anything with Barbie you like, if you haven't done so already. <laughs> um, super excited for it. Um, yeah, so let me know. And uh, Derek, I guess if you've got something, you can. I just, um, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> let me know. Finally, someone that wants to know the important things. <laughs> fuck yeah um i love barbie if uh anyone listening doesn't know i'm a barbie collector Ooh. uh i collect barbies i love them very much uh and i think the new barbie movie is going to be incredible i will see it many times i will see it alone i will see it with every person that wants to go see it uh and so, i you know, know that, my, I, I i don't want to tamp uh tamp down your your excitement though but are you a little worried that it's going to be a fish out of water movie where they take barbie and put her in the real world i'm very nervous it's going to be like that and not enough time in barbie land i a little bit uh i am that does seem like a thing that could happen and would not be as cool but it's been uh consider or i've read it to be a lot uh, more Truman Show esque. Oh, uh, like I think it's gonna be a little bit more uh, weird and funky. Uh, also, John Cena's in it, which is cool. <laughs> like wild Ken. That, I mean, when you're thinking of Kendall casting, obviously that makes sense. Uh, you got to get John Cena in there. But uh, yeah, I love Barbie. I'm very excited. Uh, also as a collector i'm very i'm stoked that this means barbie will make a resurgence in the way that there's going to be like a ton of merch and i am going to consume 
everything that capitalism gives me of Barbie. I swear to God, I'm so excited for that. Love that for you. I yeah. I'm very excited. I have, I, have, I have a question for the yeah. As I'm dying eating my Chipotle, um, <laughs> this makes me think. A couple weeks ago, or maybe even last week, or whatever, on the show, uh, the other JB called in and asked about favorite Disney movies. This makes me think about the movie with uh, Tyra Banks, uh, Life Size. Yes. Um, oh my god. Did, did you yes. like that movie? I fucking <laughs> love Life Size. I had it on VHS growing up. Lindsay Lohan, early Lindsay Lohan movie. Uh, yes. I love that movie. Shine bright, shine for <laughs> Yes. Oh my god, I do love. I I love Life Size. Thank you for making me remember that movie because I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> Ira Banks in her illustrious acting career. Yeah, there's two movies. There's two life sizes. Life yes. size original and the life size two is a Christmas one. <laughs> life size two what? electric boogaloo. Why? <laughs> life size I, don't understand. <laughs> I have no idea why I know so much about life size, but me neither. Uh, <laughs> shout out life size. What's it's going on here? <laughs> no, uh, I wasn't really a Barbie girl uh growing up. Uh, like that wasn't really my drive, but I did love life size. I think I just didn't really, I, I'm a very much now more appreciative of the fashion and the way every Barbie is really just like, uh, such a look from the period of time that it comes from, especially like eighties and nineties Barbies. Um, just incredible, uh, incredible uh pieces of fashion iconic insane out of this world not human uh and i love it perfect um also because i'm the phone correspondent i didn't call in this week but i was thinking about if i would have called in my question to ziggy would have been ziggy can you explain you and mikey montgomery's love of bowling and which one of you guys is the bigger better bowler um so first of all um I he's uh I don't know if any of you have ever um experienced being around someone that's just like naturally talented. Uh but God, it's, myself no. <laughs> it's wild. It's like someone that's just like like can pick up something and just be like pretty good at it. And I'm just sitting there like what the absolute fuck? Um I don't know. We just started doing it. And then we both got our own uh, shoes and bowling balls. We both have our own. Uh, we don't play around. Um, <laughs> but like to put it into view as like he's playing with an actual baby. It's like someone's playing on extra hard with like a literal child. Um, I think my top score is maybe like 93 and his is in like the mid 200s. Oh my God. <laughs> Like he's really fucking good at bowling. I love it. So I, I just want to know, Derek, if you called in, would you have called in with a question for yourself as well? I wish you could. Um, yeah, I, I would <laughs> probably would ask something funny, but I can't think of what a funny question would have been for me. I wish you told me because then I would have called in with a question for you, <laughs> <laughs> and it would be a funny bit. <laughs> well, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I'll have to well, save that for it. next time. Right. Oh, <laughs> my question would have been the tell about the my weekend. My weekend w was me and Josh Bishop versus Joey Janela. 
Uh, Joey Janela's second match back from being burnt almost to death from um, wrestling Anita. Um, Joey oh was real God. sick. So me and Josh got booked on this random show. And, you know, you think of this match as it's going to be me and Josh Bishop and Joey Janela. It's going to be a bloody, violent match. We wrestled in front of 200 children. So we had a comedy hardcore match in Wait, which so Joey... Was like- what? I yeah. that. <laughs> it was in Cincinnati. We uh, It was like a comedy hardcore match we had. And Josh hooked my arms behind my back and 200 children uh, knife edge chopped me. Um, and then Joey Janela came over to me. That actually sounds like it sucks. It was, it was, it was, it was, I hope it, I I don't know if it'll ever be released. If it does, it's going to be great because it was so sweet. Uh, then Joey Janela beat me up with the John Moxley action figure. I love that. For for an extended period of time. And then (laughs) I scratched him and it was great. But that, that, that's what my question I've been explaining my match this weekend. That makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I got beat up. All right. Sorry. Uh, up next is uh, the official artist of IW Guide, JCP. Hey, Derek. Hey, Ziggy. This is uh, your official artist, JCP, uh, and uh, coincidentally future guest of the IW Guide podcast. Uh, for those who uh, don't know, Ziggy and I have a uh, habit of sharing uh, true crime stories uh, back and forth to each other for entertainment. Yeah, we so do. My question is for Zig. Uh, what is your current favorite true shine story that you are obsessed with? And also, I would love to know any additional details about this show that you did. Uh, apparently, MV did as well in uh, Charles Manson's elementary school. Was it, like, stunningly normal, or was it bizarrely uncomfortable? Uh, or anywhere in between? I will take my answer on the show, because that is the best place to take it. Thank you. That, uh... It's the worst place in the world. Like, I'm going to start off there. Charles Manson's elementary school is, like, grim because they also haven't, like, touched it or done anything with it since it was his elementary school. I love that we both both wrestled on the show or wrestled there, but at different periods of our lives. Yeah. Well, (laughs) did you – wait, did you ever wrestle in the the, uh, Black Diamond – uh, oh yeah, the diamond flex, bro. The the freaking every time I wrestled there, this is how nasty this place. So first time I was ever there, I will never forget. Um, me like it was still open at that point. There was a point where they like kind of closed it off to the area where they kept the wrestlers in, but it like the whole school was open when I first started. Um, and I was in the back, and chest flexor comes out of nowhere. Uh chest flexor huge shout out love that man um <laughs> never enough chest flexor Wait, this, so, this place isn't called charles manson elementary school right this is just no, where no. he went to elementary school yeah <laughs> no okay it, i just confused myself it, it, it was called, i would love if it was called charles manson elementary school <laughs> PS, PS charles manson elementary yeah. yeah in Brownsville, west virginia um uh it I would always get sick after I would wrestle there because there was like, like it would genuinely give me like respiratory infections because it had like nasty carpet on the wall. But also to finish my chest flexor story that I just realized, um, fucking he comes up to me and he's like, hey, Ziggy, you you want to see a meth lab? And lo and behold, he did take me to a meth lab. 
<laughs> like there was by god there was a meth lab back there um for sure uh so nasty always got me sick uh literal drug den uh zero out of ten would not recommend <laughs> but it is fun to say that i wrestled there it's a good it's a good thing to have as a party fact there's like so many like so much dust on the floor it was just like it's never like it wasn't mopped in a very long time. Certain areas. The asbestos. Just, yes, that's it. That's what it was. Um, we when, we all have that in our lungs now forever. Uh, which is a very select group of people, you know, <laughs> you, me, Jocelyn Navarro, Lee Moriarty, yes. um, <laughs> Just Flexer, um, Matt Connard. Shout out Matt Connard. Don't know why I said that. Um, Andrew Palace. I remember wrestling there, and Rick Diamond, he goes to me, oh, brother, the house was light tonight. And I go, what? And he goes, here, I know it's not much, but it's all I can do for you and your tag partner. And he hands me a nice, crisp $5 bill. And I looked at him, <laughs> and I go, what? And he goes, house was real light tonight, brother. And I it's remember always looking light at there. I, like, I remember looking at him, I'm like, I just drove to deep West Virginia from Cleveland for five, not even $5 for $2 and 50 cents for me and my tag partner to split a $5 bill. And I remember I got real mad and I stole a whole bunch of pizza and uh, a whole bunch of black diamond t-shirts, which, you know, <laughs> why I, I have no relics. Idea. <laughs> if I find it, Ziggy, you can have it because I think like there's like smalls, like I stole smalls. So Incredible. there's no way I can fit that. I love that. Yeah, somehow with my limited uh, work with Black Diamond, I am not correct to any of the stories. Yeah, it's it, the lore. The Black Diamond lore goes deep. It's incredible. It, <laughs> it wasn't funny while it was happening, but now it's very funny. It's real, it's real messed up to think back on. Like, hey, we wrestled there. That's <laughs> the first time I seen. That's the first time I seen Beast Man naked. Black Diamond. Oh God! <laughs> it was like God. <laughs> real backwoods, oaky, smoky. West Virginia, wild and wonderful bullshit. It really was. Oh, Butters, you didn't ask us, and I know I'm derailing, but this is whatever. That's how I live my life. You didn't ask us the worst wrestling names that we ever heard. Well, I had already technically asked you. I mean, I guess I got to ask Ziggy. I mean, did you have? Did you come up with another one? Yeah, I did. And this is <laughs> you you sounded laugh. like you had a purpose for this. <laughs> Ziggy's gonna laugh. I came up with two uh harley harley morris and davison morris they're two twins one went by the that's they went by those as wrestling names and the other time davidson morris or no harley morris went by the fan guy when he was in pwx do you know those people Ziggy? yeah uh derek <laughs> did you know that's their real names harley and davidson <laughs> yeah their parents named them that no! Oh my god! Well, you know, sometimes you gotta make lemonade out of lemons. I'm almost positive. Like, I am almost positive that, like, that's their real names. Har they are twins named Harley and Davidson. People be naming their kids anything. I, I oh live a god. bit, and it's only to myself. Every, like, so I'm friends with uh, Harley, Harley Morris, or Harley, whatever his name is, on Facebook. And he wrestles, obviously, like, the dumpy places. So he always makes these posts, like, you know, he's a like a time-traveled veteran. And he makes these posts, and I always comment and go, you go, brother. Keep killing it, brother. I just, you know, I just want to support him and show him support. 
even though I don't know if he understands that I'm supporting him or not. So shout out Harley, Harley Moritz. I mean, dude, he's been doing it a long time, <laughs> like for real. So hell yeah. Harley Morris, big fan of the pilgrim. David can, I'm not familiar with Harley. I'm familiar with. Oh, yeah, David's David. the one I'm talking about. That's the one I always send, uh, send advice to Davidson. <laughs> That's... I, I'll send you guys pictures of them after the podcast so you can bask in their glory. I'm sure Ziggy has some bad names that she's encountered. Yeah. Ziggy, what's I'll... the worst uh, wrestler name you've ever heard of? I preface this because Kevin Steen once mentioned that he, when he wrestled in Canada, he uh, knew a guy named little asshole. And uh, <laughs> that's so that's, that's <laughs> so that was the worst name he's ever heard. So that's, that's where I got the question from. First name, little last name, asshole. <laughs> I love that, but no, actually. So I have one. I remember this from like, before I was even wrestling, I was like traveling with my trainers to like, uh, and it was like, Oh, west virginia show i don't even know the promotion um but there was a guy on it that had like a prisoner gimmick and his name was rusty shang <laughs> yes. I, to this day like unironically wish i thought of that and i think that's so dope that is a great great gimmick holy shit rusty he wore a mask shang. he wore a mask didn't he yes yeah and it was, and it was like the, the um... jumpsuit it was like a um cybernet like the actual wrestler cybernetico's mask, I remember. Oh my so it made God. no sense. He wasn't a luchador. <laughs> he just wore no, masks. He was a prisoner. <laughs> no, That's I the best. But I remember at the time this was like twenty fifteen. I'm like when I witnessed this, and I genuinely unironically was like, That's sick. And then I got in the car. <laughs> I got in the car with my with chris russo and andrew palace afterwards and i was like i fucking love the name rusty shank and they were <laughs> like no you fucking don't shut up <laughs> did, did i ever tell you mine what is it no when i first started when the first promotion i worked with had a three-man team of mike herkham mm -hmm. buster cherry no other no. crevice no buster cherry's dope no. That's, that one's that pretty sick. I love <laughs> oh no. That's a fucking I love that. I love that. So you know what you guys can do for the Halloween show this year? You, you could be Rusty Shank and you could guys could be prison wear prison outfits together. Yo. You Yo, and Derek yeah. in prison prison jumpsuits would be fucking sweet. I'm that would dude. Be actually, actually yes. Dude, we can do like the whole like uh like fucking Hannibal Sabu entrance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get like Ar Arthur MacArthur to uh, be like a like a prison Don't guard. Will you, yeah, yeah. will you out on a on a thing and you could be just struggling it's all oh, that'd be amazing. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> Fuck yes. I'll be, I'm taking the name Buster Cherry. That's sick. Derek, it's all you. Yes. It's all you. It's Buster good. Cherry and Rusty Shake. The, oh, Lord. Those are two prisoners. Right the prisoners. That's so sweet. I love it. Buster Cherry, terrible wrestling name, excellent porn name. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's a sick stripper name. Like, yeah. No, that is, actually. No, that, that, I would be a sick stripper name. Like, I, I think I it's time to rebrand. 
<laughs> Absolutely. What do we like, got there, buddy? That would be my cam girl name. Uh, well, <laughs> the the one question was not uh, was not answered yet. Uh, from his voicemail was, "What is your current favorite tree shine story?" True crime. True crime. Oh, true crime. Uh, this shine. thing, true this crime. thing oh. reads weird sometimes. So I'm just trying to read what it says. I don't know. You mean baby and the wrestling guy? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to. I honestly haven't. Uh, I haven't been keeping up with uh my true crime shit the way i have in the past because um i I realized that uh despite what you may think learning about people dying all the time does make you sad um yeah pretty crazy uh but i do still love learning about it i'm honestly a really big nerd for like uh criminal psychology and just like psychology in general um so I do have a lot of knowledge on things like that. Things that uh, most people feel like I shouldn't have knowledge on. Things that I feel like I shouldn't have knowledge on. <laughs> but I do find it interesting. Definitely sometimes I'll be watching things and I'm like, why am I... Like, who's researching this for fun? Just, like, sitting here. Um, it's me. I'm doing it at 3 p.m. <laughs> on a Tuesday on one Delta 8 edible. <laughs> You, you ever sit there and as you're listening you're already got it all figured out and you're like they're going to do this and this and this and then it's going to be this person for sure yeah well when it's like real true crime stories a lot of times like you know what's going to happen before you get there it's more like the journey that they take you on you know what i mean right yeah uh but yeah i've also uh there's one story that i always think about a lot it's like it wasn't a murder but it was a story about like the this family that was like stalked via mail, um, like in their house. I don't even got Buzzfeed Unsolved did an episode about it, but I just remember it blew my mind that like they did like someone just wanted these people out of this house. Wasn't that and, a thing on Netflix too? Didn't they do a TV show about that? Yes, oh, yeah. I think yep, so. Yep. And like the yep. people kept like they found like there was like an underground tunnel in their basement that people were mm-hmm. like living in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's that. Uh, that uh, is actually I have so many weird irrational fears like that. My uh, stories about people that like find out that someone's just been like living in their house. Mm-hmm. Like that could absolutely not be happening to me. But I'm like, well, what if he is? I don't know. I feel like you have enough uh, animals to to take care of that. So, dude, absolutely, they would they would be not shutting up every single second if someone was in here for sure. I love that you have that rational fear, Ziggy. I have that too, which is like really random. I have so like my neighbor. He's a little um, he's a little fella. Like he's a little uh, miniature, like a a midget. I think I don't know the polite proper word. So please, if that's a offensive please like just sleep that little, out, little person i think is what they like right. i think he's a little person he's a little nepali man and he wears like a fez but he's always staring like at me like through my window like from his house i can see him looking over so i have a fear that somehow he has a tunnel. <laughs> like i swear to god this man is no taller than a fire hydrant so like I, when i moved in he was like staring at you yeah, and like so when my my ex used to live here, he used to, when I would leave, he would always come over and like knock on the door to talk to her, and he was like trying to hook up with her, like this old little midget man, <laughs> this little person, this old little person, and um, trying to get us in trouble. That, like, <laughs> I'm being super real. I'll send you a picture of him. I'll take a creepy picture of him. 
Um, so if anything ever happens, and so if anything ever happens, I want to say first on this podcast to please check out my neighbor. I think he's going to kill me one day, one of these days. Derek, I feel like you're probably really good at midget tossing. I think you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) His name's Z. That's the letter Z. Shout him out. I love that. Also, uh, not true crime, but if no one's ever heard of the story of uh, the Toynbee tiles in Philadelphia, go look it up. Yep. They have them in New York, too, you know. Yeah, there's a couple in Pittsburgh as well. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Um, it's this, uh, they found, there's a documentary on it that, they're like uh, building tiles, right? And they're, they're like, building they're built tiles. into certain spaces in the cities and you're supposed to find them and. Yeah, but it was all done by just like some random man and they yeah. like showed up in like very random places and they all have the same exact, um, strange message. I don't know exactly what it is, uh, off the top of my head, but, um, it's a really incredible story. Yeah, uh, yeah love send, it. put that link out. I need to. I need to see that. I, I'll watch. There's that. a documentary like that's up, that I think it's for free on YouTube. Um, okay. about the Toy and B tiles. Uh, like crazy story, and the like the doc about him just like being the first one to really like go on the deep dive journey. Uh, and I've like there's a point where I was so into the story, I. Like, I was going through Philadelphia. I didn't just travel there for this specifically. But um, I drove past the house of the dude that they, like, allegedly think was doing all the Toy and B tiles. And, like... Ziggy, you know where I I first saw that? Um, Where? And and back to Magnum CK was in the city in 2019. He was here in... Well, he was in Hoboken at a show. And he had his family here. And they were going to a show on Broadway. And he posted on Instagram that he found one of the toy and B tiles. No and, shit. Yeah. And then I remember looking at him like, what the hell is that? And then I, you know, read about it from there, but it's an incredible the story. There's, yeah. Uh, now apparently like there's some in Pittsburgh and like, there's some other places that like are confirmed, like not authentic toy and B tiles. Cause there's like a bunch of authentic ones that were all definitely done by like the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. They're all just like random like ceramic tiles that are just like in the middle of the fucking street. Like mm-hmm. it crazy to even like no one even knows how he did it. Yeah. Uh yeah. Not n- not ookie spooky, not true crime, no one dies, but it is a fun little mystery. Okay. Uh at JCP calls back. Uh this time with a question it looks like for Derek. Perfect. A recurring phone call from the official artist of the production and upcoming IW guide guest JCP calling back with a question for uh, the AIW intense champion Derek Dillinger. I uh, am privy to some news that uh, Derek is has a secret passion for fashion and I want to know more about that. Derek, do you have any uh, potential interesting news on a collaboration coming up? And if you could in the future, collaborate with any fashion brand, which one would you pick and why? I'll take my answer on the show because that was the best place to take it. Thank you. So, um, as we talked about, me and Ziggy both love fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. Ziggy's fashion is really good. Um, I am very into fashion. Uh, if you ever look at my wrestling gear, it's very well put together uh, because I'm obviously manic about certain things. So I find certain fabrics that are like, you know, Louis Vuitton or like Supreme clothing or even like Gucci clothing 
or spandex and I send it to my gear maker and she makes singlets or out of it for me. So I'm big in fashion. Someone that I really love fashion wise, uh, again, which I think gets a lot of hate from people is machine gun Kelly. He's very cool and very um, different with the styles, which I think is pretty sweet. A lot of different cool colorways he does um, to follow up on the collaboration. There's a big um, Cleveland company. I, I don't want to say just pigeonholed. It's Cleveland. It's a big co- like clothing company that did collaborations with MGK, that did collaborations with LeBron James, um, Machine Gun Kelly, and they reached out to me because one of my friends is a like their social media guy, and he put me through with the guy who owns it, uh, and the guy who owns it like has no idea about wrestling. Um, so he looked at my stuff, thought I looked cool. Um, so they're going to do sort of a collaboration with me. Um, I have to meet with them this week to get more details on it. But, you know, it's cool. I think it's different. It's not going to be heavily wrestling-based, I don't think, which is like, you know, it's a catch-22. Some people might not be about it. Other people's will. Um, so big fashion guy. I know Ziggy can talk about her love of fashion as well. Uh, but uh, there's going to be a collaboration with me in the clothing line, Ilthy, soon. That's rad. It's going to be great. Hell yeah. Yeah. I looked up some of their stuff when you, when you had uh, like posted about it and uh, interesting stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know about fashion. I, I think that it's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm a common man. I, I don't want to spend a lot of money on uh, shirts and stuff. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I know like some of their collabs are like expensive. Uh, though, like the one recent that they did, it like was, I don't understand why it was so expensive. Um, but like they do, they've done stuff with like the guardians and like Tristan McKenzie and like they sell like their long sleeves for like 30 bucks. And it's like a print on the front, print on the sleeve, print on the back. And it's like a uh, high quality, like all their stuff's like very high quality, like mm-hmm. uh, shirts. Um, I know Jay gold is very big and do shirts that are not gilded. You got uh, it. <laughs> You got, I so, hate it. <laughs> no, uh, I, I like, like that boutique, Derek. It sounds like more of a boutique uh, um, yeah. fashion line, which is great, and it fits your 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 gimmick too. It fits the whole thing, so you know I think mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good collab. If you get it done, you know that's that's definitely a great opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it's like when they asked me about it, they asked me like it, like I would say no. I'm like, absolutely, I'm going to say yeah, like for sure. Yeah. I think it's sweet. Right on. All right, up next is our buddy Zach. Hey, the indie wrestling guy. Zach here. Uh, I had a question uh, for your guests and really for everyone today. Um, I've been watching uh, Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets has been good. Uh, but part of that, I think it's on Showtime, which means I've also been watching uh, Couples Therapy, and that's kind of wild. But it makes me wonder, what does a tag team uh, what would their couples therapy be like? Uh, what are the topics that they're talking about? What's going on in therapy for a tag team? Uh, also, uh, what the couples therapy look like for the uh, the host of the indie wrestling guy? What's, what's going on there? What type of deep rooted issues are you all trying to work out? All right, thanks everyone. Bye. Uh-huh. Or the indie wrestling guy go our main issue is getting Jay Gold to shut the fuck up. Everybody else can ask questions. Oh, <laughs> oh, damn! I, yeah, all right. <laughs> Jayhawk just comes out swinging, dude. He just Jay dropped Hawk. the Halix on me. <laughs> I would have expected you to yell at Butters about you know his constant uh, heckling of your your wife. Butters is 
Evil Butters is always on Jayhawk's way. <laughs> that cock, that a cock, go, that a cock, a very valid point. Apparently, just, Jayhawk has let's some. Let's just really... say that Paw Patrol is not just a kids' show in not, Jayhawk's no. house. No, 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 nope, nope. <laughs> one of the, you know, you know, my wife actually does see you in real life. She's going to kick your ass one of these. Days. She sure should. Oh, Tell us you better not, or I'll come. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, Jesus uh, Stop my shit, heart, brothers. Yeah, my heart goes out to Marcy throughout all of this. Actually, what? she starts so baby. much of it and then backs away and lets us just go go at it. So she's she's not innocent any of this. I no. am a perfect angel. <laughs> we do, and and in my defense, we do a talk show. Somebody's got to talk. Some talking. Yeah, it's all good. Four I, I'm a Oh, oh my, Jayhawk! What the hell? What is oh, happening this is the here? Real couples therapy know, now. Yeah, this is, is happening. What is happening? Derek and Ziggy, what is your couples therapy like over there? Um, <laughs> probably middle of the match. I always yell, not negatively. I always yell at Ziggy, like to do things. And I feel maybe sometimes me <laughs> me yelling at her gets contrived as I'm angry at her, but I'm just so amped up in the moment, um, and I yell at her. Um, so maybe I should not yell at her. So that maybe is a couple of therapy things. I mean, I never take it as that. I, I because also in the moment, I'm probably equally as amped up, and we're just like yelling at each other. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I feel like we even each other out fairly well. Like we're not well for sure, but uh, we balance <laughs> we balance each other out in a way. Yeah. I, f- I feel like uh, when Derek, when you yell at her and stuff like that, I feel like it, she's just another tool that you're using at ringside to retain your belt. It's what I always feel like. She's just that tool that's at ringside. And you're just like, all right, time to bust out Ziggy. Get in here. Let's go. We got to do this. Time so to bust her out. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's what it feels like when, when I'm watching it. I'm just like, oh, here we go. Because like, there's so many times like Ziggy could be like distracting somebody or doing something. And she doesn't. She just like waits. And then there's always just that one moment. It's just like, oh, here we go. Even, even little, even little guy. <laughs> it works know. for you, Zig. At least you're, at least you're not, scheme, at least you're not the insulted. Little silly goose comes out, and it's just it's time to <laughs> yeah. go. Just, a, just a funny little mood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Zach called back with another question here. Hey, the indie wrestling guy, uh, Zach here. Quick follow-up question for. Uh, un- Fortunately, just one of your guests, uh, Derek. Uh, Derek, as trainer at the uh, AIW Academy, uh, I'm sure you're a big uh, fan and always looking out for all your students. Um, but hypothetically speaking, if something horrible were to happen to all of the students, but you could prevent that by having sex with all of their moms, would you? <laughs> Before you answer, I wonder how this works in this situation. Is it like one after another? Is it a big like so, yeah, Derek yeah. and All Mom orgy? How are we doing this? <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. It's got to be a Derek that- and All Mom orgy. It has Derek, that's the only thing that makes yeah. sense. Derek, he made Tiny Derek, so you can only imagine what might be going through his mind while he's crafting <laughs> Tiny Derek in his house. <laughs> I feel like a stand. I feel like a stand. It's a stand from Burlington. Um, he- like like situation um <laughs> that's that's a good question um would it be like rapid fire of like oh man i saved 
Arthur MacArthur's mom, or Arthur MacArthur, <laughs> because Arthur MacArthur's mom, and then I kind of have to go on to Chuck Chuck Stone's mom. Like I feel that's a lot of work. So like I think I would probably have to, you know, go with Marcy said and Butter said. It would have to be like an all mom orgy with all of them, but consensual, a very all mom consensual orgy with all the the moms. Yes, consent is key. Now is this like I'm wondering? Is this a situation where if maybe you don't sleep with one of the moms, all of the all of the students die, or do you, or do you get like, can you pick and choose? <laughs> that class I, no. pick and, I, I would pick and choose. Yeah, yeah. We need the we need a follow up on it. And like I, honestly, at this point, that's a lot of work. So maybe <laughs> Ziggy would have to like help take the load off some of them as well. Like Come on, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Zig. Help me out, man. <laughs> Come on. Yep. Yep. Oh my. All right. Yep. Yep. Oh my. All right. The next. Yes. Go. Um, I want a clarification from Jay Gold or from anyone. Is Stan from where is Burlington? Any For the town, longest time, a, any town USA, Derek could be anywhere. Okay. It's just like Springfield. Long, yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. For the we've longest been, we've been time. Having, We've been having a discussion over the last few weeks. We cannot quite figure it out. Okay. Isn't it Burlington, Connecticut, I want to say? There's there's one in Vermont, which is where we're leaning mm-hmm. toward. There's one in New York, even though Jay Gold is just that I'm lying about Isn't there that. one? Isn't there a Burlington, Ohio? No, there's not. No. There's a is there Burlington not? Co- there's a Burlington mm-hmm. Coat Factory. That's where I thought Stan he lived was there. Wow. <laughs> he lives well, there. That's the Burlington Coat he Factory. He, he, it could be anywhere. It's that's it's it's all in our in your mind's eye where Stan lives. And we're I just, think it's, I, don't know. I think Burlington is like a home for the mentally deranged. Is what I think it is because it's the Burlington Coat Factory in the Steel Yard in Cleveland, Ohio. That's a possibility. <laughs> that's what I like to think. That there would is actually a Burlington, Ohio, but it's all the way down by the by the Ohio River. But you see, there is a Burlington, Ohio. There you go. Oh my! You never know. Right on. The, I right was right about that one, Jayhawk. Right across from the Kentucky border. Oh, I need clarification from Stan himself when he's done stroking you. his purple. <laughs> when he's done stroking his purple keychain, I need him to tell me: Has he ever worked, or has he never worked at a Burlington coat factory? Because I feel. He's a former disgruntled employee of the Burlington Coat Factory, and he lost his mind. I don't think really Stan has had a job in a very long time. I'm, I'm appreciating the Stan lore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really uh, scared to hear from this man. No, he's, he's, Stan's, Stan's a jolly little fella. He has his likes and his dislikes, and, you know, you'll, okay. you'll see. I'll see. Uh, you'll see. Uh, all right, here we go. Stan from Burlington. Hi. It's me, Stan. Hello. From Burlington. Oh, you don't remember me. <laughs> da, 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 Go, That was, of course, Sir Ed Malgar's pomp and circumstance, number one in D. No, no. Put your penis away, Jay Golds. Not that type of D. I'm talking about the major scale. And, of course, I hummed that in celebration of Malcolm Cambridge's recent educational accomplishments. Even this guy does it all. High-level <laughs> academics, while at the same time bringing entertainment and ecstasy to thousands of wrestling fans in the Eastern and Central Time Zones on a near-weekly basis. There appears to be nothing he can't do. However, 
book smarts aside, I'm not sure how wise it was for him to appear on the show. <laughs> this is essentially the wrestling world's version of the final four months of the Jenny Jones show. <laughs> I remember her. That was all. <laughs> now, I know I didn't call in the last few weeks. Sorry to leave the show foundering for some listener-generated content. So I had some finals in the community college classes I've been taking, and one of them was a field assignment. Yeah, it was. And to Lord. We had to go out into a natural setting and paint it. I bought an easel and paints, three bottles of Johnny Walker Red, a pair of red sweatpants to mask my injuries when I yanked my Dom Grainy Purple Belt teaching, a portable charger, a tent, and a pound of Ryan Kaplan's homemade jerky, and I went to the woods at Burlington. I did! <laughs> Wouldn't you know it, I woke up six days later with my earbuds in, and Envy Young yammering on while Charlie and Jay Gold laughed. <laughs> so then I had to spend a few more days actually completing the painting. Not my best idea. Speaking of not very smart, I see Derek Dillinger is back again this week. pictures <laughs> 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 or falsify tax returns on this guy or something. Because why would he come back again and keep going in? <laughs> Derek, I'm here to help you. If you're being held against your will, or if this is some type of extortion plot against you, just blurt it out on the air. I'll make sure the same people that take care of me will come rescue you. It's a wonderful life here in Burlington. Speaking of Burlington, as you can imagine, my absence for a few days set a few emergency drills into motion. When I finally got home, they were in the they were of the mindset that maybe I didn't need my podcasts for a few days. Something about wrestling not being real. But I was at that I needed to catch up on the matches. Well, that was a mistake. I watched the AIW Superdetico and saw what happened to Eric Taylor. That was a shame, and I hope he gets better soon. He's a talented guy, and was a good sport when you guys tricked him and Mikey into appearing on the show. <laughs> I couldn't help thinking, yeah, Charlie, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Oh, my God. Right. Jay Gold walks around all day in flip-flops on his matchstick legs, and we can't get a Joe Theismann injury or anything to happen to him. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Don't worry, I'm not done yet. I owe you guys a little extra time. The last few weeks, you guys seem to have taken my love for Jim Croce to heart. And Marcy, I know that for someone as young and hip as you are, it may seem like my music from a bygone era, but... I thought I might end with a little song expressing my love for you and Malcolm and Jayhawk and Dom Garini, courtesy of a man who continues to be a mystery to you, Jim Croce, even though you simply <laughs> could get the correct spelling and Google, and Google it. <laughs> Come on, Mark. But nevertheless, here it goes. Oh, my God. Well, I know it's kind of late. I knew this where you were going. I hope it didn't wake you. But what I gotta say can't wait. No, you'd understand. Because every time I try to tell you, the words just came out wrong. So I'll have to say I love you in a song. Okay, gotta go. Bye. I need an adult. First of all, fuck my drag, I guess. I'll be here. Whatever. I don't want to talk about you either, man from Burlington. 
Oh, Ziggy that's and I actually both the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life, for real. <laughs> Ziggy and I both love Jim. We love Jim Croshing. We oh. love Bad Bad when we were around. Oh, that's right. yeah, I love that song. Uh, sure, song. okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, plugs, you guys. Derek, Ziggy, where are you, uh, where are you going to be? Do you want to plug? Give us uh, give us all your, your dates, everything that's coming up. Um, yeah. Me and Big Zig will both be at AIW Gauntlet for the Gold. Um, that's Saturday. It's going to be in East Lake, Ohio. Um, I am very horrible with my dates, and my dates are on my phone. And my phone is on um, on Zoom for this very special interview that we have going on, so I can't see him. <laughs> um, but if you follow me on Twitter uh, backslash Derek underscore Dillinger, uh, I think that's what it is. Um, my my dates will be on there. So there's that. Um, I'm passing it off to you, Big Zig. Um, yeah, my, all of my ads are at Ziggy Heim. Uh, all of my stuff's always on there. I'm going to be at Gauntlet for the Gold the next week after that. I'm going to be in New Jersey at H2O. And beyond that is, um, truly a mystery to me and everyone else around me until I post it online. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Follow me and us and uh, yeah. You have a new shirt out too, right Ziggy? Fuck yeah, I do. And I love it. It's super duper cool. Yeah, so uh, definitely on my brainbuster tees. Yeah, go yeah, to brainbuster tees and buy that. Yeah. Is that something you're gonna be carrying at shows too? I will be. Yes, I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna have a very small amount. Um, starting whenever uh they get to me, uh, at shows, and then I think after that, I'm because I'm gonna have the black ones, and then I also have it in white. So I think after that. I'm going to get the white ones and I'm going to hand tie dye them for oh, the summer. Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Well, we can't thank you guys enough. You guys gave us so much tonight and, uh, it was, it was awesome. Thank you for, for joining us tonight. And, uh, and we look forward to, uh, coming to see you guys this weekend and, and everything else that's coming. So as always, yeah, we appreciate you. it. Thanks so much. Jayhawk plugs. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RefJayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk1539, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash RefJayhawk. Uh, this Saturday, I will be working for Real Action Pro Wrestling, the Ohio Urban Renaissance Center in Youngstown, Ohio. That is at 6 o'clock bell time. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and OnlyFans at eGirlFanboyBoy, spelled B-O-I. Uh, this weekend, the Street Fighter 6 beta drops, so I'm going to be streaming that a whole bunch, so be sure to check that out. And listen to my other podcast, X-Over. We just had our But I'm a Cheerleader episode drops. Love that one so much. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Charlie underscore Butters, and uh, if you catch my grift, we'll be dropping another new episode next week. We're recording this Thursday, so I will be editing it probably Friday uh, and Saturday before I go to the AIW show. Um so yeah, look for that probably uh next uh yeah, next Monday probably should be available to everybody or Tuesday or something, I'm sure. Nice. You can follow me on Twitter at Jiggle12 and on Instagram at Jiggle12. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. Our Twitter handle, IWGuide1. Don't go to IWGuide, that's not us. The YouTube page that Marcy has put together, uh, plenty of content going up on there, videos, uh, uh show episodes. Um, she's worked really hard on it. Please take a look. Don't forget about our merch store over at brainbustertees.com where our faces on your bodies and the stand from Burlington line. After that call, I don't know how you can't want to put stand somewhere on your body. 
Uh, listen to our podcast, friends. <laughs> At Odds with Wrestling, the Super Fantastic Podcast, the card is going to change. Wrestling Cheers, X over with our very own Marcy. If you catch my griff with our very own Charlie Butters. And Hiya Bussy, our wrestling adjacent podcast. Check out our other friends. JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide and a guest on our show this month. PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy IO, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. That is it for me, Butters. As the Kentucky gentleman Chuck Taylor once said, I find Hillbilly Jim's portrayal of Kentuckians offensive. To which Jim Cornette replied, I love Hillbilly Jim, but I find some other Kentuckians impersonations of a wrestler offensive. <laughs> to which Chuck Taylor replied, Is it Ricochet? <laughs> Later. Later. Little south side of Chicago. 